Is that the lighthouse trailer? Yeah. Sound up? I thought you were just going to go with what? 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 What's a digital wiki? No, it's a. It's a. It's a. Let Neptune strike thee down. No. No, no. Let Neptune strike thee dead, Winslow. All right, fine. Have it your way. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk about the lighthouse trailer. We did it, but that looks cool. And we'll get into that when that comes out next episode. We'll probably watch it by then. I think it comes out the 18th. We'll definitely watch Joker by next episode. Oh yeah, that's gonna be next something. Ep- like I um, we're changing things up now. Uh, instead of doing weekly, we're gonna be doing this bi-weekly every two weeks. Life reasons. We we, we kind of go more in depth in, in in that you know in the show. So Monday, stick around to the end. <laughs> every Monday or Friday is when we're gonna. If you see this episode on a Monday, we're gonna that be there d- every other Monday. If we see you on a that Friday, four day period, that yeah. four day period is when you should expect the episodes. Yeah. If you see our episode on a Friday, expect them coming every other Friday. We're gonna figure out which one when this when is it, done. Yeah, when we figure it out. Yeah, but but hey. We got shit. We got shit. You know, we got a lot got shit to, to talk, talk about. about. We, 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 I, I talked. To, I talked about the, the Sopranos. The percolator. I talk about the Sopranos. I, I, I. Are you John Malkovich? I get insanely erect about Charlie Kaufman. I get uh, like Promare, Birds of Prey, anime, Black Mask, El Camino, Mario Kart, Adam Sandler being a Jew. I need to pay Jeffrey money to Wright. be Mario. <laughs> Jeffrey Wright's black. I diversity. <laughs> diversity. Yes. <laughs> And what else? Spider-Man's also black in the MCU, fuck! He's also black in the MCU? No, he's also black in the MCU, <laughs> motherfuck. Everyone is here on Crisis, except Michael Rosenbaum. Uh, rip. A lot... Rip, 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 Best of the pile, best of the blue. Shut up. That's it? Yeah? Yeah. American Nerds. American One, two, three. With Carson Daly. What happened? You know that show with Carson Daly? Mm-hmm. He was the host of that show before Carson Daly took over. Fuck. You want to know something I didn't know? Well, what? I'm going to... Well, actually, no. I'm, I'm actually it on the show. Okay. Actually, you know what? We'll just... Hold on. Wait, uh, wait, wait. It's already started recording. Yeah, yeah fuck it. Um, you know who was supposed to be um, in Adam Sandler's role in Uncle Gems? Oh, God. I feel like I've heard this before. You did, and it's like perfect. Uh, who is it? Uh, fucking Jonah Hill. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine Jonah Hill in that role? Jonah, I mean, that's basically Jonah Hill's character in War Dogs, isn't it? Hey, nice little wing to, to what I saw. Hey, y'all, how the fuck are you You got guys? a lot of ideas when you're out for almost a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, it's American Nerds. We're alive. This is a podcast <laughs> about movies and games and comics and pop culture and yeah. All of that. We've been gone. We've been busy. Very busy, extremely busy. Actually, I'm gonna be filming three fucking short films this month. Oh, not bad. It's I've been in Orlando terrible, the last actually. couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? I've been in Orlando the last couple of weeks. 
doing like what, buddy? Back. Doing what, buckaroo? Uh, well, some, uh, were you doing? Well, some, the first one was kind of a cheat. I it, passed by Orlando to go. Were you to doing Tampa. some illegal, I- I- illegal gun deals with a bunch of Albanians? Is that a Sopranos season? No, that's from War Dogs. Line? That's from War Dogs. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that is, that is a fucking movie. Bradley Cooper was good in that movie. Well, I'll talk about War Dogs later. It's a decent movie. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, we're gonna go right into it. Huh? We're gonna go right into it. No. How was your day? How, how's your week been, man? My how, day's been fine. How, how, yeah. how, my, how, I Raul Cruz. What's the update on the? What's been the doing fine. What's the update on the last few weeks? Victor Calvo, <laughs> other host of American Nerds. What's the update on the last few weeks? Great review, subscribe. No, uh, I've been pretty good. I haven't seen you in like almost a fucking month. I saw you like. No, nah, I saw you like two weeks ago. No. Wait, yeah. Was it? Oh, the house. karaoke thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the karaoke. Yeah. Thing. That was a nice karaoke night. Shout out to that was fun. Yeah. I got fucking plaster drunk. <laughs> 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 I was. <laughs> but all you guys were the, acting like the fanciest motherfuckers with the fucking wine glass. We weren't. Uh, were we acting like fancy motherfuckers? Dude, for because thirty we minutes were straight, slurred. it was straight up to us, to us. And oh you're my god, that's the right. Things until somebody ended up breaking the glass. No, I don't know. Okay, no, no, no. it was me first of all. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> I knew it. No, no, no. But but did, did you know what happened? No, I don't. I don't know who the fuck. Who's the fucking dumbass? I think it was Ramses that put the. Okay, we were outside at. Uh, yeah, blame shout the out to bl- blame the owner of the house. I'm definitely gonna blame the owner <laughs> of the house. Someone put the wine glass there. We were outside. It was four in the morning. We were on the pool, fucking plaster drunk, and someone pull. Someone puts an empty glass cup. In front of Ramses' pool. I thought it... Okay, no, because I was earlier. I thought they, I thought somebody broke the, uh, the cup before. I thought somebody broke something before. Oh, I don't know about that. The, inside no, no, the room. No, no, no. After you guys left, uh, after a lot of people left, we were just like, you know, eating shit outside. Mm. Um, I went to like go get more drinks, obviously. And um, I don't know who the fuck the dumbass was that puts a, gla- a glass cup of wine... A, a glass of wine, like, a, the, you know, cup of wine, just there, invisible... At night, when we're all drunk, so you're gonna tell me someone wasn't gonna fucking step on that and like you know like break their break their fucking feet or anything, you know? <laughs> and like and like and, and they were like, hey, what? And, and like I kicked it into the pool. I kicked it into the pool and broke. And they were like, hey, why'd you why'd you do that? I'm like, we're all drunk. Who was the one sober one, or, or who's the the drunk fuck that left the like literally the invisible, practically invisible cup? It's not really invisible if you kick it. Huh? It's not really invisible if you kick it. I was walking and it was just in my way, literally. I couldn't yeah, see it. That's not invisible. Huh? Okay, you can't see it, but you still kicked it. Still visible at that point. Because you see the cup flying into the pool. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> there were shards. There were literally shards saying. at the bottom at the pool. We okay. picked it all up, though, I think. Okay. None of us got stabbed, which is, about, which is good. I think that's fine. That's all right. What you watch, bro? Well, I didn't watch something but as you went much somewhere. as I went somewhere. Yeah, last week I went to Universal's Halloween Horror Nights. How the fuck 29. was How the fuck was that? I've honestly okay. I've been going to Horror Nights not on and off for the last couple of years. This is my third one. It's my third time going. I think it's probably been the most successful one for me this year so far because I've like you just went to all the houses, almost all of them. We were missing two, which was like two other original ones, which was like a st- underwater one, and I think something. About gladiators this year, but yeah, it, I, um, this is there, year is it just Russell Crowe coming out naked. And like, no, it's like a, it was like a battlegrounds thing where like last PUBG. Year, <laughs> no, not not like PUBG, but it's like somebody was put in. Well, maybe kind of a little bit like PUBG, where like people were put to like a battle of the de- uh, to the death mm-hmm. with each other. But they had like a specific theme last year. I think that was the first time they started it, and then the, uh, this year they had it with gladiators. 
we didn't go because we just didn't seem interesting for us. But we went on the other big ones, which was like uh, all the ones, all, yeah, all the ones that were in the entrance and the little posters at the entrance of the Orlando Universal. The big boys. We went to all those. I'm I'm so surprised that we uh, were actually able to get to all of them. Go go from least to favorite. I hang on. I, or, or I, like, I'm gonna start from where I when we started. Okay, so yeah, yeah chronologically. Okay. So we came, we came in. We got there around like at six thirty on time. We're trying to walk through. By the way, going in at six thirty, it's still daytime, roughly in Orlando. It's not even sunset. Yeah, going through that the little entrance where all the people are trying to scare you. It's not really that scary. It's, it's not. So, it's so weirdly boring. <laughs> But then we go to the actual houses and they're pretty cool. I mean, it's more. Ju- yeah. I mean, like that that little like scare zone. That scare zone in the entrance is more of like a pregame. Yeah. Even then, it's only effective at night. Yeah. No, that's the thing. That, it wasn't really that scary at all. So, but we get there and we are in the main area where like four or five of the biggest uh, mazes were being shown there. We were going to try to do Stranger Things, but already we go up to that and it's 120 minutes and we're like, fuck no, I'm not wasting my time on that. Us was the first one we went to, and that ended up being uh, 45 minutes. Us? Okay. 45 minutes isn't bad at all. It's, it's not bad at all. For That's that, for, not bad at all. Especially for Horror Nights, it's insane. Anything under an hour is good. Yeah. What the fuck? Okay, so we go to Us, which is, I think, probably the smallest maze of the whole park. Surpri- surprisingly. I mean, it's pretty... S- well, I mean, when you look at the movie, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, it looks like there's not that much you can even do in the first place. Mm-hmm. But we get there, and it's it's fine it's kind of boring in a lot of it the thing is like there's nothing really scary about having what there's nothing really scary about seeing us in like a maze form when more or less the idea of us is more intriguing where it's like yeah oh I would love to be chased by an, an evil version of myself, but obviously they're not going to do that. It's concept yeah. horror. It's, it's like it, it's literally Twilight Zone. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, so what we really get is when you get in there, it's just the family just doing all the weird little dances and walking around from side to side, like you know, they're like shitting their pants or just super constipated. It looked like that for a lot of it. Um, the score was playing throughout the whole time, so I was like, oh yeah, this is us. Mm-hmm. And then we get there. Oh, I got the five. On. Yeah, the whole time. Nice. And. It's not really as scary as it is in the very end. And it wasn't even the mazes thing. We have a friend of mine. Ramses was in front of me. Mm-hmm. And he's recording a s- little section of it. Granted, we didn't know that you could rec- you don't, you don't can't record anything when you're inside the maze. Seriously? So the scariest part of the whole maze for me and us was the park assistant coming up to Ramses slowly behind him and whispering, Hey, hey you can't record that out here. And it scared the shit out of me because I thought it was one of the doppelgangers and I, I freaked the fuck out. <laughs> I, I, I it was like a rogue doppelganger. And yeah, no, she was like tiny and Having she was like r- like slowly crawling up to him. And I'm like, a oh, fuck. Had enough, had enough <laughs> of, of Rand's ass. Yeah. And uh, he ended up getting the video though, which is cool. Okay. But uh, we left and then there was a really cool ending gag that was pretty effective and pretty cool in concept. But that was it. It was. I think that's probably the weakest one for me in uh, Horror Nights. After that, we went on uh, one called Yeti's Revenge or something like that. Or the Revenge of the Yeti, which was the one original one that we went to that year. All the original houses in, in Orlando are always fantastic. And this one was very fantastic. Really? We get in remember there. the Scarecrow one? Or did you... The Scarecrow one was yeah, awesome. Yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. That was so much fun. This one, it's basically... You're in the start of Red Dead 2. <laughs> it's super super cold. They made it really really cold. It's inside the NBC building or uh, yeah, yeah, where, where the, Jimmy Fallon yeah, ride yeah. 
Yeah. I was about have to you, say Jimmy have Kimmel. You, have, you, have you written that? It's garbage. It looks like it's shit. Literally, it's, <laughs> it's literally just a 3D ride. That's it. God, that sucks. But we got in there. It's super cold. You're going like to sorry, a log I'm, cabin. I'm, I'm sorry. Why uh, give Jimmy Fallon a fucking ride at Universal? Yeah, it would be better than seeing you know, Jerry Leno's big ass chin back in 2006. That'd be that. Honestly, that'd be funnier. I yeah, let's that. ride his chin. Let's ride the crimson chin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get in there, and it's basically the story of the maze: is a bunch of hillbillies are fighting off a bunch of yetis. And the Yetis That's are hard so, as fuck. It's so cool because hard as fuck. the Yetis look kind of stupid, but they're really big. And there's a lot of Yetis in that really? maze. You go in every turn, every turn you get, it's just a Yeti followed by another Yeti and a Yeti and a Yeti. And it was so funny because later on in the night when we were uh, heading up to see Ghostbusters, that was our last maze of the night. We see them in a break and it's three. It, I swear to God, it's so funny to me. Three big ass Yeti costumes having a smoke break together. Just yakking it up, and it was so funny. <laughs> there, was, there was like one. There was one year when we went to Horror Nights. I, I think it was. I, it might have been one of the years that we went together, um, where we like you would just see like um, just the team of like of like monsters and costumes switch shifts. Oh yeah, yeah, you remember right. that? I remember that for Walking Dead. Yeah. It was like a but. It's like the guys from Chernobyl. Yeah, it's like <laughs> oh my God, that's fucking horrible. <laughs> but it was that's like that. They're right. Terrible. They're walking in a line together, <laughs> a big ass group, just going to the next shift. Yeah, literally switching shifts. Exactly. Oh God, that's terrible. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. You ever seen the Area Fifty One mashup of that one? I don't think so. Where it's like it's it's uh, the Russian government as the government, and it's it's the miners as uh, as all of us, and they walk in and it's like we're we're in charge now. No, you're not. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Oh, yeah, by the way, we passed that. That was garbage. What? The Area 51 raid. Was it really bad? I, apparently, one guy actually died. No fucking way. Yeah, apparently. What? Yeah, apparently. How has that not gotten big? What? How? I guess he was probably, like, I think he went into a place where... The, one of the stories I was reading it was that he went to a place where he didn't know it was Area 51 because it was, like, unguarded and it was un, uh, unfenced. Which doesn't make sense. I highly doubt area, that. that Area 51. That doesn't sound very true. But apparently, know. a guy died. And people were arrested. Well, then, yeah, that makes sense. But, but then you have the beautiful dude in the back of that one news report, which is fucking no running. Running, running. Oh, back. yeah. Like, in the in the middle of us having our, like, a lo- our little break, um, there was a, <laughs> the Area 51 raid happened. Yeah. And so, uh, apparently someone fucking died. Jesus Christ. Like, I, li- thought, I thought you knew this. No, literally. I, I had no clue. Ah, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, that's what happens. <laughs> that's what happens when you try to fuck with the government. Um... But yeah, we went on the Yeti. That was really fun. After that, I think uh, Ramses and Brian, our other friend in the group, Boom. they didn't went to. They've never gone to Rip Ride Rocket, so we went on that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Wait, really? They never gone to the yeah, Rip Ride weird. Rocket? What the fuck? Weird. And they were telling me like they went to Universal a couple weeks before, and yet they still didn't do it. It yeah. was so weird. They were they were really really scared going into it. It's a but t- it was like it's an intimidating ride, dude. It's a little bit intimidating, but like they're talking to me how they fucking went on Shikra, and I haven't been on Shikra, and I've heard Shikra's way worse than Rip Ride Rocket. Shikra is which one? The one in um Bush Gardens? Uh, Bush Gardens, yeah. Or I believe uh, no, yeah. It's, Did I go uh, to that? There's no rides in Sea World. Oh, Did there's I little rides in Sea World. There's there was like one time. Me, Shikra Danny. is the one with the big big uh, group of people, where like it's a bunch of seats. Uh and like it's always splashes water on people when they're walking by. Oh yeah, I did. I think I did go. I, I think I did go on that one. There yeah. was one year where I where I went to Bush Gardens with Danny and Saul. Yeah, and we we went. By the way, I fucking hate Tampa. 
<laughs> Tampa's Tampa sucks. Hey, I sorry. Don't like it. Hey, you live in Tampa. Sorry, it's garbage. Um, it just feels depressing. Yeah, me. it's just it's just brown, boring, like yeah. disgusting. Whatever. But whatever. After that, we went on what? What else? There so, was a, a Zombie Land scare maze that we went through. So from us to Yeti, yeah, us to Yeti, uh-huh. then to Rip Ride Rocket, I believe. Okay. We went on the next one that we went on was uh, next house. I believe we went on Stranger Things next. Because we had enough time to get on that. Uh, Stranger Things. The the thing that I've had a weird uh, realization with going into Horror Nights now is that it's less scary than it is fun. It's a lot of fun in some in a lot of aspects now than it is scary. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, like, going to the Zombieland, like, scare zone didn't really feel, like, scary or anything. Although it was really clever because it was people in minimal zombie makeup who you couldn't tell was a zombie or not because of all the fog. That's good. Which was really cool. It was like very that. effective. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess like my first time. When did we go to Horror Nights? The first time? Like 2014? We went, I think we went the year when uh, American Werewolf came out. 25. We went on 25. Which like is the big anniversary one. Okay. Yeah. So that's what? 2015? 2014? I think so. Yeah. It was, Something we like were that, right? in high school. Yeah. Um, I guess like me being because that, that that was the first like when we went together that was the first time i ever gone to horror nights so i never really had like i never really was scared of horror nights you know it was always fun to me you know yeah. like and i'm pretty good with haunted houses i guess but like I, I i don't know like horror nights never seem like the kind of place where oh my god i'm gonna go shit my pants it's yeah. just more of like a let's fucking go like <laughs> you know like it's always been a fun experience yeah yeah for sure but, but, yeah 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 so if you go to Hornets to be scared, you're kind of fucked. Like yeah, no, I dude. Unless you're a kid, people yeah. are so stupid because they brought like I remember seeing a little six year old girl going in with us. That's fucking that psychotic. Day. It's insane. That's I can't psychotic. believe like you're a dickbag parent for taking your kid to Hornets <laughs> or a fucking metal parent or probably <laughs> if if the kid has balls. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. If, if if the kid does just not give a fuck, that's awesome. Yeah, but kids don't give kids do give a fuck. You know, kids are little babies. So Stranger Things, what was Stranger like, Things was fine. That's the thing. But like, Stranger- what was it? Were they like in the upside down or like? Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, obviously. Yeah, a lot like, of it was just in the upside down, and then it's just it's basically a recap of the last three seasons. Really, season yeah. three included. <laughs> there was a really good. Was the mall there? Like, did they have like a mall? The, they had parts of the mall around Horror Nights, like Starcourt Mall flavored. Um, I mean, Starcourt Mall themed like restaurants and little like food. St- um, um. Uh, things on the side where you could buy stuff from the Starcourt Mall stands, was yeah. there. Yeah, food stands were there. <laughs> things I, on the side. Yeah. <laughs> and they had the hats too. They had the cookie hats, which I wanted to get, uh-huh. but I forgot about it. Ahoy, ladies! Yeah, yeah the whole... <laughs> <laughs> Henderson! He's back! Uh, <laughs> so that one was fine. I had a good time with it. It's just, it wasn't scary. I wasn't thinking it was going to be scary anyway because I don't really think Stranger Things is scary to me. It's fun. It ended with never-ending story playing, which is awesome. Okay. That was a nice little tag. But and before that, and before that, there was a really good, really freaky strobe light sequence, which is basically the end of season two. But I swear to God, it was so funny to me because I turn around and I see a girl dressed up as Mike, and you could tell it's a girl because it's like it's a girl's face, but with Mike's stupid you think ass girl. hair. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was it, it it was so funny and off putting to me, and it was really really funny. They did that with Peter Pan too. Yeah, they do that with Peter Pan. And like a, and like and like a lot of like plays. Yeah. Like so stuff. I'm a, so this is where I go to the be- three best the my personal it. three best uh, houses of the thing of the um, of this year's overnights. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> that ugly dumb cult movie from the 80s. Never seen it. Um fantastic. It's fan- the design of it is fantastic. 
the clowns are huge and dumb looking. They still kind of scare you in some clever places, but that's totally fine. Um, I, it was so neon and so much fun to go through. The Universal Monsters one, which I was in front of. That was the one maze I was in the front of leading a pack. It's Pussy. such a fun, <laughs> it's such a fun little throwback to all the other weird uh, Universal monsters, but it's also really really werewolf, scary. Yeah, Frankenstein Square Werewolf, uh, Black Lagoon. Okay, that's awesome. The thick ass Black Lagoon. Uh, Did they have like a like, even like, like good Hunchback of Notre Dame? Yeah, no, everything was amazing. I got so scared of the mummy sequence. I'm more interested in like the like the creature from the Black Lagoon. How how's the prosthetics on that? Like is it like fantastic? Like there's like, like three three yeah, just like in the movie. Oh, that's fucking three, sick. Three um, Black Lagoon costume uh, costumers in that area, and it's like a murky, ugly looking like swamp. Uh, that's area. scary. Yeah, no, it's so much fun. That's actually fucking. It's so cool. much fun, and then we get to the mummy sequence, which scared the living shit out of me because. The mummy already scared Brendan me. Brendan Fraser come out. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was screaming for Brendan Fraser. Um, the mummy actor, scare actor, put his hand over me the first time, and I like I whimpered for a second because I just didn't expect him to do it. I locked eyes with the goddamn mummy scare actor, mm-hmm. and he did it again because there was another opening to the left of him as I was walking so he just out, came of the out of room. that. So he's like, "Yeah," with his hand. And then he's like, yeah, with his hand again. And I he, fucking ran. He's like doing like a, like a dancing finger. Thing. Yeah, he's like pennywising my skull, basically. Um, that was so much fun. I really, really liked that. It was also my screensaver because the... the screensaver? Wallpaper? The poster they had outside of the maze was amazing. Sick. I'm that, showing him right now the, what, the, what the poster for the Universal's Monster Maze looked like. That's really fucking sick. What? Right? It's amazing. And then they had like a bunch of little like blood splatter effects in the background to celebrate all the other different types of movies that they had. It's so much fun. Woo monsters! Um, oh yeah, quick thing, Ghostbusters. That was fun. That was pretty cool. The effects on the Slimer <laughs> thing was cool. Yeah, but it wasn't scary. That's the thing. I was like, the- it was fun, but it was not scary. I assume the Stay of Marshall Man was there. Yeah, you do. You see it. You see? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of big. There was a better sequence there was a better effect in the killer clowns one where it literally had a huge ass clown covering like all of the ceiling above you which oh like really a really like fun. a huge physical clown yeah there. yeah like they they put like half the stay puff marshmallow man in that one which is weird because ghost uh ghostbusters had the biggest space for their for the maze this year at least in the orlando one which is strange the slimer one looked cool i wonder what it but, takes to like plants like not plants yeah uh, what it takes to plan like a like a haunted house, uh, like a haunted amusement park, you know? I don't, I don't like know. Like a horror amusement park like that? But they put a lot of love and care into it, which yeah. I really like, you know? And that's where we get to probably my favorite and the scariest maze of Horror, of horror Nights. Universal Original? Nope. Hmm. House of a Thousand Corpses. Interesting. I walk in there. Have you ever seen House of a Thousand Corpses? It's a Rob Zombie cult classic. I think it was his first movie. Yeah. Yeah, before Devil's Rejects, mm-hmm. which is his best movie. But either way... Walk in, it's exactly like uh, Captain Spaulding's weird little uh, cabinet of curiosities thing. By the way, rest in peace to Sid Haig, who died last week. Oh, fuck. That's right. right. Yeah. yeah. That's, fuck. I, to say that. I, I felt so bad. And then I'm walking in and I'm like, I scream at the Spaulding scare actor. I fucking love you, Spaulding. And this is the best moment of Horror Nights. The Spaulding actor turned around and he tipped his hat to me. And I'm like, ah! 
<laughs> and I walked in. It's pretty fucking sick, dude. I yeah. saw I saw House of a Thousand Corpses like not too long ago. That movie fucked me up when I watched it the a, first time. I, didn't, I, I watched didn't it on Halloween, kid. like back in middle school. Yeah, no, I didn't see it as a kid. Yeah, I saw Devil Rejects, the Devil's Rejects as a kid. Yeah, that fucked me up. That, that that's a really that really, good really movie. fucked me. I up. saw it actually later on. I saw it like a, two years ago, I think. Mm. Yeah, still very good. But from there, so authentic. Gets everything right from the movie. The set. The set the is, mon- is amazing. You see Fishboy. Is the doctor there? You see Dr. Satan. Ah, yeah. You see Fishboy, which is so cool to me because I'm walking past it and it's literally Rain Wilson's face and it's the Fishboy body. That's sick. But the thing that sucked about it was that most of it was kind of covered by one of the um, park managers in there. But hey, I got I to see Fishboy. Yeah. Nonstop. Every single mo- uh, turn you could get. It was a scare. And like Ramses and I were together on that one. And we just lost our shit because there was this one, uh, I think it was supposed to be Sherry Moon Zombie, basically, guarded by a cage. We see her all the way in one side. She leaped like a tiger right in front of us on the fence. And I got so scared. We were like scared shitless on that. I wonder how much fucking coke these, like those horror actors do. Bro, they must you be know? having the time of their lives because all no. they do is scare the shit out of people and just like walk around doing weird no, stuff. No, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I bet. But like, don't you think they get fucking like dead? You know, like they aren't, they aren't, don't you think they're just dead tired by the end of it? Well, I mean, that's why they have uh, shifts. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they all like replace each other. <laughs> In the middle of yeah, the exactly. fucking line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Hold up. Hold up. One's J- holding. Jan, it's six. Someone's smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking kids, am I right? <laughs> How fun would it be to be one of the clowns from the Simpsons area? Remember that? That's always... I feel like that's the most fun you could have. Yeah. Being one of the clowns in the Simpsons area with the chainsaws. Oh, my fucking Do you remember God. the guy with okay, the, yeah. the, the right. guy in the wheelchair? Story time, y'all. Story time. <laughs> so, first year we went to uh, we went to Horror Nights. It was our second year, actually. Was it our second? That was our second year. No, it was our first year. Because we went year. with a group. Huh? We went with all the guys. I'm talking about the first year, buddy, with oh. your dad. Don't oh, you remember? Fuck you. I hate that one. Oh, all the, right. Yeah, that's the story I'm talking okay, about. Okay, I'll talk about the wheelchair after. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 yeah. I haven't even fucking thought about that. Holy shit! Oh my god! All right, the f- okay. So basically, yeah, the first time me and uh, me and Raul went to Horror Nights, uh, we went with Raul's family, and um, and we like you know everyone had to have you know all the girls and everyone they had to have a bathroom break. And me, it was me, Raul, uh, and, and uh, Raul's dad. Um, we were just standing waiting for everybody and then we just like me and uh, Raul's dad we just look over to like the riot and we were just like huh look, look, look at the horror acts or whatever and then Raul's dad like he catches one of them's attention and then they start pointing and, and then and then like Rene, at me. And, and then like Raul's dad like just you know uh, like he, he goes up to me he's like yo look over there and like you see the horror actor and I'm just like we, we start pointing to Raul and Raul's looking to the left, mind you. So he doesn't, he doesn't notice we're like doing anything. And then Raul looks at him, He's like, what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? No, no, stop, stop, stop. The guy starts walking slowly towards him. You just hear him cranking the fucking text, the, the Texas chainsaw. I don't know why I said Texas. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking cranking the chainsaw. I start running. And then, and I then got so scared. all you hear from Raul is like, no, no, stop. Fuck you. Fuck you. Stop. No, <laughs> no, no, no. You guys fucking suck. The guy chased suck. me. The guy chased me all the way to the fucking to be fair, tree. you ran. Yeah, I did. He, they're supposed to chase you, Raul. I didn't expect them to actually do it. <laughs> he chased me into the palm tree. Dude, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, me and Raul's dad were fucking dying. God, That man. was one. And, and <laughs> it was. I got so fucking mad. Your, your cousin. Wasn't your cousin there, too? I think so. Wasn't he like. <laughs> I remember pushing somebody out of my way. I think it was your was cousin. <laughs> I think it was your cousin. I, yeah, I do. I remember I pushed him out of the way just so I could get out, get away from him. 
Another wheelchair story. God. <laughs> I completely forgot about the wheelchair The guy. wheelchair story I'll get in a second. By the way, Brendan, if you're listening to this, fuck you for doing the same thing. He did the same thing. No he way. Pointed he pointed at me. And, his, and the girl just ran right in front that of me. was a girl this time? Yeah, I think it was a girl. She wanted to give you the cooties. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the one that we went with our whole friend group a couple years ago, I remember it was so much fun because we're walking by and we just see one of the scare actors who is just, I assume is just in a wheelchair and it's just hiding his legs. No, I, no, I, no, no. I think they hire actual like like paraplegics. I had no like, idea. I couldn't tell because disabled, it was dark. Yeah. Like but disabled he, veterans, yeah. veterans and stuff. But the clown rolls by and he's like, can I borrow one of your legs? And he just revs up the chainsaw. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, the guy funny. just literally pulled up. Can I borrow a leg? <laughs> and he just, just rolls away. It must be so much fun being one of those things. But yeah, Horror Nights, that was so much fun. I wish I could have gone. As for the rest of my week... um. I saw Promare. I'll be really quick on this. Promare, the movie by... The first film by Studio Trigger, the people behind Gurren Logan and Kill a Kill. You wow. saw it yesterday? No, I saw it like last week. Okay. Uh, oh, by the way, we're recording on October 2nd. Happy October... It, sp- ha- happy spooktacular. Ha- happy uh, sp- spookcast. Yeah. Almost, spookcast. One, almost one year anniversary. Huh? Almost one year anniversary. Yeah. Well, no, we started in November. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we started in November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're close. Yeah, you're right. You're still right. month away. Yeah, but um, it's a new movie from Studio Trigger. I'm not going to go in on uh, plot details at all. It's the best animated movie all year. It's so weirdly inspired by Spider-Verse, and I don't know, and I feel like it's, like, not all of it. In just its visual style, and its transitions from CG to 2D animation, Trigger's always been great at doing 2D animation. But in this one, there's a lot of frequent sequences of nonstop action involving CG that works so well with the technology that they're doing. And, like, if you thought Broly had good use of CG for an anime film, Promare takes it up, like, everyone's ass. Not even just, like, in the Japanese market, but in every other, like, CG animated movie coming out. I I just feel like... Not uncomfortable, but, but like it always sticks out to me whenever like there's like a, a distinct child style change like that. You get me when yeah. it goes from two D to three D. It always it, it's always jarring to me personally. Sometimes you can notice in the movie. Obviously, it's not perfect, yeah. but like it works so well. Mm-hmm. It the action is non super fluid, like, super fluid. It's a lot of it is very very similar to Gurren Lagann and Kill a Kill in the best. I mean, way the main possible. guy looks like he, the he, main guy looks like Kamina <laughs> yeah, like, from Gurren Lagann, and the other guy looks like white haired Simone. And the thing is, I watched it subbed. It's literally the voices of Simon and uh, Kamina. No way. Playing those uh, characters. And you have Yoko there, too. It, it, it's so much fun. Did it's you ever? so much fun. This is, this is off top. Well, not off top. Like random. Have you, did you ever see uh, Red Line? No, I want to. I've always wanted to see it. You would it. fucking love it, dude. I heard that one took forever to make. Oh, my also. God. No, but you it's could, all 2D. It's all, it's all hand-drawn, yeah. And yeah. you could tell. Like, that. that's some detailed, like, I don't know racing. how long... Yeah. I don't know how long... I actually thought this movie was a racing movie. By the way, this movie is not a racing movie. Because I just looked at the poster and I'm like, oh, looks like racers. Yeah, they're not. They're yeah. not at all. It's a totally different movie. The concept's very interesting. I really like it. I'm not going to read it. Yeah. I, I would say go in blind as, right. as soon as you can if you ever get the chance to watch this. Um, but I don't know how early they started production on this movie, but I feel like you could definitely feel the Spider-Verse inspiration on this. And I would love to see more of that from other studios in general in the coming, like in the future, because it, it works so well in this movie and it's so fluid. And like literally the guy says, balls to the wall is my, is, is my motto. 
the movie is straight up balls to the wall action from the first minute of the movie all the way to the end. It's so good, man. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I haven't seen a good. I haven't seen like a great anime film in a while. You would really, really like this. I'm not even joking when I say it. Uh, Other than that, last thing I'll talk about. I'm playing Mario Kart Tour right now on my iOS. Is it garbage? It's like, it's fine. I haven't paid anything for it. I would never. I never will. Never pay for these freemium games. I'm just saying as a disclaimer. Freemium? That's what that's what I yeah, that's the term that they use for it. Really? Where it's like really it's like a lot of it's free, but then again you have to pay like five dollars for Mario. Interesting. I know I genuinely never heard of that term. Yeah. Mm. No, yeah, that's uh, that's what this game is. It's it's, ex- it, it's a really, really nice looking Mario Kart Wait, game I'm sorry. with a lot of awesome remasters of new sta- of old stages and some really cool new stages that they add in. But it's so monetized and it's so shitty. In Wait, a lot of it. Please continue. After, please continue. But yeah. um, that <laughs> free mirror sounds like uh, that really stupid word they try to get <laughs> for uh, the slow fee. Remember for the iPhone? Like you, could, you could take slow motion. Uh, you could take slow motion. Slow uh, fi? No, no, it, well, I don't know. Slow um, motion video? You could take, no, you could take slow motion like self. Like, yeah, slow motion videos on your front camera now. Oh, And really? they're just calling it slow fees. Ew. Ew. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I like know. selfies. Yeah, yeah. Ew. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, ew. <laughs> Continue. That's disgusting. Okay, so MK. Yeah, MK, <laughs> MK, MKT. Yeah, MKT. Uh, and Mortal Kombat Trilogy. It's not all right. It, look, okay, the driving, the graphics look nice. Uh, took me a while to get Baby Mario, and I'm really happy I have Baby Mario. This game does not have Luigi, and also I think you also have to pay to play as Mario. And I think that's the dumbest thing in the world. There's so what many mon- there's so many things What's that they're monetizing. What's this game called again? What's this game called? Mario again? Kart Tour. Oh, Mario Kart. Yes, Mario Kart. Exactly. <laughs> I my first character was Toadette, and I've stuck as Toadette for the longest time until I got Baby Mario, obviously. And it, it's just weird, man. They you you get they monetize like little tokens and tickets that you could use to just get a um like a new item in the middle of the race. Like you have to pay for shit like that, and it's so dumb. Obviously, they give it to you for free at times because they want to give you, like, the little taste. It's like the crack thing, you know, uh, but for a video game. But it's just so shitty how they do that because it's a really nice-looking game, you know? I would have been happier if you could just pay it up front and then get all the features, and like, right there. But no, they're not doing that because it's 2019 and games are still really shitty when it comes to being monetized on an iPhone. Hello, I I feel like I'm 2019 guy. Oh yeah, I. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it. It looks really nice, and I have a I've, I look the racing, the gameplay is fun. I just don't want to pay for anything, and they're making me want to pay for stuff, and I'll never do that. <laughs> that's about it. That was a low key confession to uh, to just the uh, terabytes photo full of uh, pirated movies in his hard drive. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't even own a hard drive. What are you talking about? Yeah, you do. No, I don't. In your laptop. Yeah, my laptop, yeah. I don't own an actual hard drive. Do you have like a flash drive? No, I don't. Really? No, I don't. <laughs> what the fuck? Really? <laughs> You're really underestimating how broke I am right now. <laughs> yeah, that's like school. Those are like common school supplies. No, <laughs> you would fucking think. But <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mario Kart. Yeah, that's garbage. about it. Pure yeah. garbage. How was your week? Buddy! Did you get yourself a gun? Oh, fuck. That's not a really good transition. Did you, did, I forgot did you about get yourself, it. Did you get yourself a gun? Nice. Yeah. Um, well, I'm sorry. Since we, <laughs> since we, um, 
since we uh since it's been a while since we since, since we had a since we had a show I've, I've just been like watching as many movies as i can i recently had a fucking like quick um i had like a charlie kaufman uh binge binge yeah i watched at first i watched being john malkovich that's the movie i'm gonna talk about now but i watched oh okay me- you're leaving sopranos for later yeah yeah because okay. yeah that's yeah, just to clarify for people who don't yeah, read the sorry stamps. sorry <laughs> yeah I, I i saw well i finished the sopranos and i watched and i and i i'm gonna talk about uh being john malkovich and, and something else okay um so i saw being john malkovich first after that i saw um adaptation and then i rewatched eternal sunshine mm. uh eternal sunshine and the spotless fine uh being john malkovich fuck me it's such a fucking great movie it's really good it's literally like a lynchian comic comedy that's a good way that, that's a pretty good way to describe it it's i a, no yeah it's I, a goofball lynchian comedy that's like, exactly how i described it when i first watched it a couple weeks ago i i said it was like if david lynch made a comedy that happened to star the biggest assholes on the planet yeah <laughs> the one thing yeah like this movie like i guess the one thing you should like know going into this is like it's very meta it's very uh it's hard to like the characters and well, i mean okay except with the exception of john malkovich yeah john malkovich is an angel and like, i think that one what was it it's a oh the chimp Oh, uh, fuck. Bubbles? Was it Bubbles? No. No, no. That's Michael Jackson. It had a real name. Yeah. (laughs) It had a real name. Uh, I'll I'll look it up as we go. uh, But yeah. Yeah. It's basically, okay. It's basically about, um, uh, John Cusack. He, uh, he plays a puppeteer and, um, he basically just, you know, he needs, he needs to find a job because bills are stacking up and, and he just needs to like, you know, get in, get in control of his life. And, um, he gets... He applies for It was a, a chimp. Huh? It was the chimp. Yeah. It was just the chimp? No, yeah, just chimp. Really? I mean, that's what I wrote in my review. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um basically uh like he he applies for this job for uh was it like an accounting or or like a secretary with fast hands yeah and and small stature, which is which is funny. <laughs> uh and he he applies for this job at you know at this company to you know to file stuff and because he has fast hands you know he works he's a puppeteer he works with puppets yeah and uh, the the office is in the seven and a half floor so with the best explanation for why there's a seven and a half floor yeah ever. it's yeah um I'm gonna watch the movie yeah but the office is, it has very low ceilings. And it's, it's like, he basically just goes in there and he finds a doorway into behind, John Malkovich. No, no, behind a filing cabinet, mind you, into John Malkovich's head. And it becomes John Malkovich for a total of like, what, 30, 45 minutes? Yeah. You like basically, no, like for like 15 minutes. Yeah. At first it starts off like, you know, he's in there for like 15 minutes and it's amazing. You know, he's in, like he could see everything John Malkovich <laughs> is seeing. He can... <laughs> <laughs> it's just okay i'm laughing because th- it's a comedy with a very interesting fun premise that goes in a lot of weird directions it's you know what's even funnier though it's that uh john malkovich when he read the script yeah. when he got it and he read the script he really liked it but he really ref- he really didn't want to be in the movie <laughs> like he like insisted like hey i don't want to be john malkovich in this movie like get tom cruise call the movie being tom cruise or something God. but like and, and it's, it's funny um so yeah, basically the movie is just about him, like, and this this lady who like 
He really wants to fuck. The worst motherfucker. She's just an asshole. I hate her. She's just a (laughs) terrible asshole. And Cameron Diaz is in it as well. Plays his wife. I didn't know she, that was Cameron Diaz. I've yeah, looks, it looked nothing like her. She she, she was fantastic in it. Yeah. Jesus. Um, Kath, Catherine Keener plays the, Catherine Keener. Yeah, the, uh, the 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 character who I fucking hate for a lot of this movie. Uh, and she she's basically just like kind of views John Cusack as just a pathetic man. She literally know? uses everybody to her advantage. He, yeah, like and exploits this whole Malkovich hole. <laughs> yeah, like, like literally. Yeah, literally, she's just a fuck a complete asshole during the movie. Like, like you know, in, in the movie. And then slowly, John... And, like, John Cusack, he's just a selfish prick for the entirety. Like, he doesn't really care about his wife. He doesn't he, care about all the animals that live in his apartment. He just, yeah, he doesn't care about all the fucking animals living in his apartment. Like, he really just wants, like, to be Fame, recognized. Yeah. yeah, to be recognized for his work. And he wants his work to be honest. And he has to, wants his work to be, like, you know... And what better way to be honest and known than to be in the body of John Malkovich for however long you want? Uh, according to the movie, he was in there for like six months. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. That's that, that's uh, that's light spo- spoiler. I guess light spoilers. Yeah, yeah light, light spoilers. spoilers. But like, I, I mean, literally, he's in his body. Like, literally, like he looks at. There are many ways to mind. exploit a Malkovich. Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that and, was one of them. And. I think the best part... Okay, the thing with, like, Spike Jones and, like, Charlie Kaufman, it's weird. Like, I really... I don't see adaptation of being John Malkovich as a Spike Jones movie. I see... I, 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 like, when I think of that, when I think of those movies, the first thing I think is, oh, Charlie Kaufman. Because, yeah. like, Charlie Kaufman, like, is uh, is is the type of filmmaker where the th- what he has written down is what's in your face 100% of the time, you know? Like... You, it's it's really like just an amalgamation of what's in his mind, you know. Charlie Kaufman's a very original, extremely original writer. He's super meta. He like he talks about and like his themes for like a lot of his movies, you know, the creative process, you know, dealing with fame, dealing with uh, wanting to the longing for um, recognition. You know, it, it, like a lot of his themes in his movie, like, like they're they're all very similar, you know, and they all deal with just different aspects of life in general. Although I would argue that is also a big uh, defining aspect of Jones's filmography as well. Because, like... It can be, yeah. I, like, that's basically the central personal. premise of where the wild things are. No, but it's, like, a personal thing for me. Like, I yeah, don't I, I, I don't that. really, like, look at those movies as, like, Spike Jones movies because, like, Charlie Coffin's writing is just so dense and so, like, you know, like, in your face that it's just, like... It's the only thing I'm thinking of. I was like, man, this guy is literally like this guy. I see Charlie Goffman as like a fucking like like a Doctor Seuss, but like yeah. for for adults, you know, like <laughs> like he he just makes it really like bizarre and like he writes really bizarre and like really bizarre, really out there, but honest films. That's the yeah. one thing I can say about his films. Like, I I I could I could agree with you to that, especially with this movie because. You know, seeing other like uh, Jones's other films with and without uh, Kaufman writing it. Also, I rewatched like *Synecdoche*, New York. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I rewatched it. Uh, but perfect with with this film in particular. I think, like, I definitely can see shades of you know Jones sprouting out from the rest of his filmography from here. When it's in the case of like his visuals and all the weird little gags mm-hmm. in there, like I don't know if it's a Charlie Kaufman thing or a more so than his uh, the satire is definitely thing to have like the little weird video in the middle of the office and having a literal floor in between the two other floors I, I think you know I, I mean I, th- that's, I think that's more of a, like a, a Kaufman thing because he because like he writes his lot of uh, like most of his projects he writes to be satirical you know yeah, but in that sense, like and when you but watch I see something it as like, like just weird inventions that Jones also creates sure but like, like I don't know like when you compare like 
like Jones, like like where the wild things are, like her. You get me? Yeah. Those are very different films compared to like an adaptation and like being John Malkovich. You know? Yeah. Those are more like just like I guess just like personal journeys where like those films are where like. Um, and it's a sense of tone too that I could really see in a lot of the we- especially towards the end of the film where it's like more so Jones and Kaufman. What? Especially except on the ending. Oh, just the, just the way it I'm is. just saying the tone of how everything is. You know, like the it ending does of being John Malkovich is fucking like it is. I I fucked. I I'm still weirded out by it. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, also, a really interesting thing. Um, I don't know if you ever heard about the being John Malkovich and Get Out theory. Oh God, no! Basically, <laughs> no. <laughs> basically that. Uh, well, it's not like a a real thing, obviously, but like it, it it's. Basically, like Get Out is kind of like, kind of a sequel to, to oh, John Malkovich yeah. with like you know like you know going actual in, brain surgery. Yeah, like <laughs> <we're> like <laughs> like with, with you know you know uh, the human beings going into like these bodies and you know controlling them and yeah. like the puppeteering thing. Also, Catherine Ke- uh, Catherine Keener is you know in both movies as well. Oh, and, like, that's the, right. Yeah, and like the theory is like oh yeah she plays both characters like she, she's just. Um, She's uh, like she just plays the same character with a different name, and she just figured out a way to like exploit it. You get me? No, that's a lot. No, no, yeah. no, yeah. Jordan Peele was like, I, no, uh, Jordan I, Peele I was completely like, forgot that Catherine Keener is the mom and get yeah. Out. Jordan Peele was like, this. was like, no, this wasn't my intention, but that's pretty fucking sick. Like, yeah. like what was it in that? Uh, I believe it. What GQ or one of those uh, interesting videos with celebrities in a white background where they ask all the weird questions? Was it one of those? Where, like, Jordan Peele answers your get-out theories. I like those videos a lot. Yeah. Um, I, no, I, like, I read that specific, like, fact on IMDb. Oh, okay. okay. Like, on the fun facts section. Oh, okay. By the way, IMDb fun facts, those are, like, the best thing ever. Yeah, I a lot love of them, that. A lot of them end up being fake in the bottom, and they're so funny. <laughs> it's really, really funny. Um, so, I guess, you know, it, it, this is more about just Charlie Coffin movies in general. Because mm. I genuinely really love Charlie Coffin. I think he's, he's, like, one of my favorite screenwriters. Would you say this is his funniest work? From what you've seen, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Like, like, because like Charlie Kaufman gets like dark. <laughs> like, no, yeah. That's what I was gonna ask. And it's kn- just like this is generally this is a really funny movie. It is too. like it's it's satirical. It's funny adaptation is satirical and funny, but it's with a dark twang to it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Synecdoche, New York, is just fucking draining, and then Anomalisa is like. Fuck Jesus Christ! What are you doing, man? Like, You're a puppet. <laughs> Stop being sad, puppet. <laughs> like, uh, Anomalisa is also like. I'm so glad. Like, I watched that like long ago. You get me when when it came out. Yeah. I remember we were freaking out about it. I think. Isn't Did Netflix? you ever watch it? No, I haven't finished. I never finished it. Oh. Um, I know his Netflix movie is coming out soon. Um, I think it's called We Need to Talk About Things or something like that, or like... I'm starting... I'm thinking about ending things. Oh, okay, there you yeah, go. Yeah, I'm thinking was. about ending things. I heard that's... I, I heard that's supposed to be, like, a little personal... Like, like it, it's, like, a, a project he's been, like, eyeing for a while. It's, mm-hmm. like, a, like, a passion thing for him. Interesting. Um, He was also set to... He was, he's, he's also uh, got hired to, like, rewrite uh, Chaos Walking. Oh yeah, we talked about this. The Doug Lyman movie. I remember we talked specifically about this. Yeah. Yeah, that movie has like nine different writers. <laughs> it's and never it's, gonna come out. It it got filmed. Yeah, there's something. There's something there. There is something in there. And apparently, it's like uh, unwatchable. Yeah. From whatever. Or no, uh, irreleasable ir- 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 or something. Like, <laughs> like Jesus, how bad? Like if, if we live in a world where I could watch Under the Silver Lake, I could probably watch this movie with Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland. <laughs> and I'm not even saying that with the like. <laughs> 
how I feel about Under Silver Lake. I think it's a fantastic film, but there's no way I could chill out to a human being. Or to okay to, Under a, to the a human Lake, being that is not like me. Under <laughs> like, the Silver Lake, it's interesting that you mentioned that. Under the Silver Lake is like so similar to Synecdoche, New York. Really, and it, like it's t- and like the like the way Synecdoche like kind of presents everything, like it's almost like a dreamlike thing. Mm. I get the same exact vibe when I watch Under the Silver Lake, where like the whole thing doesn't feel real. You get me? Is there a secret entrance to a convenience store? Huh? Specifically <laughs> to the back of a convenience store. <laughs> Watch it in New York. Like, I need like, to. I need re- to find a new place to watch it because it's off of Netflix now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. It was literally just there a month ago. God damn I know. It. They removed it. Fucking Netflix. That's what happens when streaming services are shit. But <laughs> I also fucking well, saw. Well, the streaming well, wars. I yeah. rewatched. War Dogs? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I watched War Dogs. I was, I was about to talk about Sopranos, but then I, I, I forgot Like I saw War Dogs. Yeah. War Dogs is... You literally just saw Good. it today? Literally saw it today. Oh, okay. Like like an hour before coming here. Wait, I thought you saw it before, didn't you? I Is saw it your like, second time watching it? No, I saw like a part of it. Oh, really? I saw like a good section of it, but oh, wow. I didn't finish all of it. Because I finished it years ago when you told me about that in that one time we were calling. Um, Yeah, I watched it. I think... Okay, the reason why I wanted to watch this is because Joker's coming out this weekend and Todd Phillips, this is like... I'll be seeing it tomorrow. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, Todd Phillips, like, this is, like, his, like, big, like, non-comedy. <laughs> like, like, up until it this point. It is definitely he, a comedy. Though. Like, it has elements. It has, like, a, it's a, it's a comedic uh, crime thriller or crime drama, whatever. Yeah. Like, it, it, I mean, like, I, I don't really feel comfortable calling it a, a comedy because would you call Goodfellas a comedy? Yeah, it's comedic in part. I wouldn't call it a comedy, But, like, it, the thing is. Because a comedy is like, yeah, the whole point is just to make jokes and like, yeah, for like, you know, joke, punchline and this. Like. But the thing is, I get the whole comparison with this movie and War Dogs, but that doesn't mean Wait, it's, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> with this movie and Goodfellas? Well, that doesn't mean it's Goodfellas. No, it's you know? not. It's it, not. This movie is definitely more comedic and it's a lot stranger and weirder. But I, and not I wouldn't as call good. it a comedy though. In yeah. S, in it has the same soul as Goodfellas, and that and like with that in mind, I can't, I can't properly call it a comedy. This is definitely like just. This is a, like a, a straight up Scorsese ripoff. Like, and what is this exactly? <laughs> basically, it's about Miles Teller and Jonah Hill. Which jo- I fucking love Jonah Hill. I really so like much. Miles Teller a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, I forgot how much weight he got for that. Oh my god, he, he's so fat. He was really like you're re- fatter than usual. Yeah, yeah, super one. fat. But uh, I really like Miles Teller in this one. Looking back, Miles Teller was good. Him. I mean, like he was like he wasn't any, like mind blowing or anything. Like Miles Teller, like there's only very specific roles where he's like very good in. You get me. But um, he was very, you know, he was very, really good. Jonah Hill was a standout when it comes to performances, because like he was just that. He was just he's li- just Jonah Hill. It's just fat. It's just fat, like a fatter Joe Pesci. Like, yeah. like that's what it felt like for a lot of it. And like, I, I fucking love just his laugh. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, so yeah, it's ba- it's about them. Uh, this based is a, on a true story. Based on a true story. Also said in Miami. Most of it said in Miami, which I love. Um, it's basically about you know the, the, this guy Miles Teller. He's he's a licensed massage therapist, and he just fucking hates his life. Like he he, he like doesn't he doesn't like his job. He he had I didn't know Anna Demar. Well, I I, I yeah. did know Anna Demar that Damas was in this movie, but I didn't know it was her when I when I first saw it. You the, get me that, because I only yeah. I only knew who she was because of Blade Runner. No, I found out about her watching this. This is the first time I ever like recognized her before um, I saw Blade Runner, and it like honestly. 
She's not bad in this. No, she's good. I actually, I really liked her. In, she's in good. This movie. No, yeah, she's good. I mean, like, she doesn't get much to work with. I'm yeah, being honest. I know, but like in the scenes that she's in, it's they're entertaining. It she's really, like, f- she definitely makes a presence. It really fits that Scorsese woman role, you know? Yeah, you get me. It's, Where, it's like, definitely like the girl from Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah. You mean like Lauren <laughs> Bracco? Yeah, Lauren Bracco. Bracco. Yeah. I'll get to her later. Yeah, soon. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's in this too. Um, uh, no, no, um, in Sopranos. No, I'm, sa- yeah. I'm saying, yeah, I was thinking of Sopranos. Uh, um, but yeah, it's these two kids. Yeah, yeah, Jonah Hill's his best friend that comes out of nowhere and, and they it, it, get into the arms business. Yeah, yeah, his like they were best friends in like middle school, in like high school or middle school, and he like he moved like with his uncle to go, you know, do illegal shit. Not illegal shit. It's just a. Uh, I think his job before he was selling arms was, uh, or he was selling arms at the time. Yeah. Right. I can't remember. It's yeah. been a couple I literally just saw the movie you and I'm forgetting a lot today. of it. I'm yeah. To, I mean, that, that, that's like the movie. It's a good movie, but like, it's just like a lot of it feels, yeah, forgettable. Like literally forgettable. Like, I don't know. The thing with this movie, like I love the style. I love the, the cinematography is great. The style, like I love just the style. I love like, you know, Teller and uh, and Jonah Hill, they have really good chemistry, great performances. But like something about this movie is like I it, I feels like it lacks like a like like substance in a way. I don't know. Like I feel like a lot of this movie is just them doing shit and none of like I feel like there's like no tension be like there, there's no proper tension between like Jonah Hill and Miles Teller. I don't know. I feel like a lot of it like I felt like their relationship was not to say forced, but you kind of just have to buy into the fact that they were friends for a long time. Like, and like, I, I don't like when I don't really buy their friendship that much. I feel like a lot of like their, like their like tension between each other is just not, it's not as hard as it could be. You got me? I thought it worked out for the most part, really like looking back at it. Like there's some interesting things in it i find it i find the movie more comedic looking back at it as like um as, as i'm thinking about it now i, I know watching the, i think the ending's pretty good i like the, the ending the yeah it's pretty in, uh fun but like the ending like it, it was like like it kind of like after everything uh, and after like you know it was all said and done you know they they had like their whole you know yeah everything happens kind of felt like the ending was just like was just kind of another like hey here's another awesome thing you know i i think it's mostly because and this is in light of all the joker stuff that i've been hearing about going into it but i'll obviously you know be more clear clear on it when once i see it it's just the level of craft that's in this movie and it and i think that's an interesting thing to talk about with a director like todd phillips because todd phillips love him or hate him a lot of his films look really nice. No, no, a no. A lot he, of the technical a, he, stuff in his films good, are like, really good. Technical wise, his films are great. Yeah, like, 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 like the cinematography is like, like I said, it's it's so good. Sometimes it's just the writing in it that's not good, yeah, or it's substance. just like, uh, yeah, it's just like sometimes it's just stuff that isn't really interesting or particularly memorable, like you said. Like I like I like I like their I like their dynamic and I like their chemistry, but the actual like. I don't know. It's just like they're. I just didn't buy into like the relationship. I didn't see them as like oh best friends that work together and like they they just oh they just had were on top of everything. I I, I didn't really see that, you know. And I uh, and you could definitely tell like this like he, Todd Phillips really was inspired by Scorsese because this is straight up a Scorsese movie. Oh yeah, exactly. Like like the way it's shot, the way it's edited, like, how everything's you know, kind of formatted into little segments. Everything and everything's really quick too. Everything like you know the like 
the one thing I, I I will give the movie it's very like the pacing is great. Yeah, it just keeps on going for a while. You get me? That's why I kind of think like, yeah, I I do agree with you that it doesn't really seem believable their whole setup their chem- with their chemistry but, but like, it's a true story too so like you know like no but the, the thing is like it's Miles Teller and Jonah Hill just you know not giving a fuck and just you know having fun with it yeah and, like and when I and when I uh, you choose to just think of it like that you know it ends up having you end up having a good time either way I, there, there's definitely like it's one of those movies where it's to, to me it's like this is a fun movie yeah that's the best way to describe it it's not deep it's not it's not. Uh, it's not uh, dense. It's, it's just not something like, you can put on in the background. Sometimes yeah, if you're yeah, hundred like, percent laundry. Hundred yeah. percent. It it it, it seems like it really does. I don't know. It just really does seem like a script that Scorsese passed on. Yeah, you know, I could definitely agree on that. Like like like, I don't know. Like I, the most interesting part about the about the movie was kind of seeing, just knowing the fact that all this happened. It makes me want to like go into like you know research mode and like I I want to see like you know like who these characters who these like real people were like what actually went down you know yeah it's based off a Rolling Stones article from like years ago yeah it was uh, a big thing at the time yeah. and and th- this movie also has like it, it, it this movie does have also gigantic political overtones you know especially you know because a lot of this took place during the 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 Bush and Cheney yeah. administration. There's a really funny shot um, where, well, a funny scene where um, they're being chased in the middle of Iraq, and a helicopter. Was that the first deal that they had? Huh? It's was when it they first have to. It's when they, they first like get to like where they have to like uh, get the guns from uh, Jordan all the way to. Uh, yeah, Baghdad. yeah, I remember. And uh, basically, they're being chased by <laughs> by by militia, I guess, and. <laughs> like you just see a fucking gigantic military helicopter just just approaching them and y'all are you here from Jonah Hill I love Cheney's America that's what it was <laughs> I remember that oh, that was funny it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really fun movie it, yeah um, and it, there's definitely like for all my filmmakers out there there's definitely a, a lot of things to get in, to to get inspired from there's definitely like a lot of great like moments directing wise shot wise you know it's a really good movie dude I genuinely re- like like what? Sorry, no, no, no it's time. It's a re- it's a it's a really fun movie. Yeah, you say Bush era, and I think yeah, it's better than Vice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you ever you ever get to see Vice? You told me it's terrible. I fucking hate it. Really, like that bad? Really? <laughs> I I just don't. It's just it it has a lot of ideas that go everywhere and nowhere, and it's not really fun. You feel like well, and, and, and look, and I get it. A movie about Dick Cheney is supposed to be fun, but it's not even entertaining at some points. You know, I I just didn't really care for it. And yeah, granted, I haven't seen The Big Short yet. I would love to see The Big Short. I haven't been able to. I just haven't at the time. Mm-hmm. I heard that's a much better film and a much better movie that plays with I the fucking same love ideas the Big Short, that dude. Uh, Vice does. I, I've but seen yeah. The Big Short a few times. Goss- Ryan Gosling's so good in that. I heard it was really it's good. It's like, <laughs> he's just he's just a fucking dick. Like, Doesn't uh, Bale have like one arm or something? No, uh, he has one eye. Oh, okay. He has a glass eye. <laughs> I couldn't remember. <laughs> Uh, I'm just you should think, watch the big short. It's really good. Thinking about that clown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, Step Brothers is great too. I love Step Brothers. That's a, that, that, that's a, that's a fun movie. <laughs> I'm gonna put my nutsack and your. I'm gonna put your nutsack and your drum set. I oh, just realized. Don't you touch my drum set. <laughs> I just realized uh, Top Phillips is trying to go the Adam McKay route. It you kinda, know? Yeah. It like he, he's really it. trying to push away from comedy. But remember what? Remember what he's making after Joker, a Hulk Hogan biopic. That's so right. I don't really know if he is or not. That's the thing. That could be serious. Yeah, know. but it's Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I guess. How serious could he be with a guy who screams out "brother" with a fucking ugly ass uh, mustache? 
I mean, how, how and a banana bandana. I mean, to be fair, and I'm a how true serious? American playing in the background, and the fact yeah, that he yeah, is yeah. a wrestler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's probably a story there. Who, who knows? I mean, there's a story. There's, there's probably a, se- a story there. There you know? is the sex tape. I'm just yeah, <laughs> the whole gawker thing. Yeah. Um, but watch War Dogs if you want to have if you just want to have like a like a fun time. Want to want to watch Jonah Hill just be a, a fucking kind like a really big asshole. Yeah, like yeah, just just watch it. It's it, it's it's fun, and. Um, I rewatched. I can't remember how like, because I've never seen him that fat in a movie before. Yeah, literally. I'm saying like I'm. I'm maybe the babysitter, for a second. the sitter or something. Yeah, no, he was skinnier than that. <laughs> the sitter is pretty good. I like the sitter. I never saw the sitter. Yeah, it's all right. It's a decent comedy. Um, have you ever? Well, you have, but you you've watched The Sopranos before, right? Yes, I did. The entirety. I, I was the person who told you about The Sopranos. Yeah, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, thank you, by the way. Yeah. Um, you finally finished it. How long did it take you? Oh, by the way, did you know my dad's watching Breaking Bad for the first time? My girlfriend's watching Breaking Bad. For the first time? Yeah. yeah she yeah, never yeah. saw it for the first time? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I assume being your girlfriend. No, I mean, I, no, I mean, like, she just never, she's refused to. Oh, okay. No, so, I, I just thought you made her watch it, like, years ago. No, 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 no. I tried oh. to, but no. Uh, right. This is my first time finishing The Sopranos. Mm. This is, like, I finished The Sopranos, like, back when I was 14. Like, yeah. but it's been fucking years. Like, I literally never just picked up the show again. I never rewatched it. Cause I, usually with the, with the shows like that, like, I like to just go back and rewatch it, but I never did. So this is te- so I guess is like my first we this my this is my first rewatch since I finished it yeah and I for- there's like a lot of plot elements to the Sopranos that I forgot while rewatching this when when it happened I was like oh my god that's right like it it was like, it, it it was nice to feel that like that sense of um that sense of surprise with the Sopranos you know like when you sometimes don't know what's going what's gonna happen and you've forgotten and when it happens you're just like oh, yeah it's especially great. when it gets really surreal. Uh fuck. Okay, like this. Are, okay, remember that that hot take about Sopranos. I wanted to. Well, I wanted to talk about okay. my my hot take is the Sopranos is the best is the best piece of mob fiction to ever be released. That's not really a hot take. I don't know, man. The Godfather, Goodfellas. No, yeah, I could definitely are, like agree with Sopranos being up there as top tier mobster. I think it's the best. Yeah. I, I I genuinely I genuinely think it's like. This are, I genuinely think it's better than, than The Godfather, than... Like, like, I guess you can, you know, granted, like, oh, yeah, it's, a, you know, the show versus the movie. But it's just in terms... And it's also inspiring. It's also very inspired by a lot by of... By all of them, yeah, yeah. Like, it. The Sopranos was literally, just, like, was a love letter to Italian-Americans, was a love letter to the, mob, like, classic mob movies. It was just, like... Literally 98% of Goodfellas is in the show. Yeah, a lot of actors like for example Lorraine Bracco, the one who plays Doctor Melfi in The Sopranos. Yeah. She's she plays Hen- um, what was her name in the movie? Henry yeah. Hill's wife. Henry's wife. Yeah, Henry's I just wife. Can't remember. Um, she's really good. She stick that fucking gun in. <laughs> she's really good at um in, in the show. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like just rewatching all of it, these characters are so well rounded, and like the writing is just so like it's brilliant. You know, like. There's no way to like it, it, it. There's no way to like around it. It's like such a smart show. It was the f- I think honestly, alongside with Lost, it was one of the first big pieces of peak television in that golden age of TV that yeah. we're talking about. Currently. Definitely, like that. The, that's what really ushered it in with Sopranos and this and The Wire. I would say Oz. yeah. Like I, I would say like the Sopranos back then is basically what Game of Thrones was is now. 
Well, yeah. like you know, when the no, it, yeah. Uh, definitely, yeah, like like it was literally the biggest show on, um, you know, on air and genuinely without without the sopranos we wouldn't have breaking bad we wouldn't have dexter we wouldn't have like these fantastic shows about these about antagonists like we never saw an antagonist on tv you know we're like we're fucking tony soprano like well it was um sopranos premiered one 99 i think 98 99 99 like up until then the main character of a show was always like a hard-working you know white collar american like this but one he's just a gangster who no, just he, looks out for his family he's a fucking he's a family man gangster who cheats on his wife kills people because they piss him off and, and like, also hates his mom yeah despises <laughs> um even in cgi form you know what's a funny funny thing about that episode um there's uh if you've never seen the sopranos um there's a character in the show uh libya soprano who is uh tony's mother she died in um the actress died uh, as they were filming the last couple of seasons uh no no it was, it was season three it was, it was season, season three? three yeah yeah oh, um okay. yeah she died like before they can shoot her stuff and they had to write her death into the show and that episode was pretty sad and the surprising thing about it was I was like waiting for my girlfriend to notice that that's that that's that she died. Uh, no, that, that that that's a CGI face on top of a, a body actor. She didn't notice for the entire time. And then when the episode was finished, I'm like, hey, you know, she died, right? Really? Like, like, like for real. Oh, wow. She 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 didn't like she she was looking at it. Like, I, mean, why? I remember looking back thinking, yeah, no, that's a that's a that's not a real face. No, looking at it now, what's what, what gives it away is the lighting. Yeah. What gives it away is definitely the lighting. Like, there's a completely different shadow on her body than there is on her face. And, like, I mean, like, you know, technology wasn't that great back then, you know? Even then, though, it's just, that's one of the things I really like about Sopranos. Yes, it is a standard uh, peak television gangster epic. But it's also a show that gets to into a lot of weird territory. Like, you have that one episode where they're chasing the guy through the snow. And it never gets resolved ever in the show. Yeah. Ever. And then you have the scene later on, I think it's like in the final season, with the fish, with the talking fish. That's first season. The first season? That's the first season. Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. And that was explained. <laughs> that was explained? Yeah. Still, weird as shit. Yeah, it you is You wouldn't weird. expect to see that stuff with a big gangster show, yeah, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. When it gets into a lot of deep-ass territory. When, isn't it, when it starts, like, delving its toes into like, the, into, like, the subconscious and, like, you know, what, what, like, these people, like, actually feel. I mean, think about it. This is a show about a, a mobster who goes to a therapist. You don't and see yet, that kind of shit. And yet it's more genre than you'd expect. It is. Because it's not even just more of a mobster show. It's also a weird show where it's like... It's it's actually kind of a family comedy. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's, like, it's like calling Breaking Bad a comedy, you know? It's yeah, like Breaking Bad is kind of a comedy. It is. It is, technically. And like, just like watching like... Watching The Sopranos, like... One thing I could... I like, like a, a good feeling you get while, while watching it, it's like, hey, this, it, feels like, it feels like a family show. Genuinely. Like... Cause like for the most part, like like this really isn't a mafia show. It, it's really just about a a man with two families. Yeah, literally, and just him, him trying to maintain both. I mean, it's really funny that you mentioned though, like the the guy in the in the snow that episode. Uh, because like that kind of adds to adds to like what David Chase was going for with the Sopranos. Because like a, especially with the end, like the Sopranos is like just was just riddled with unanswered questions about a lot of things you until know? David Chase accidentally answered them. Uh, <laughs> um, I love that one. I love that one segment in the, uh, one of his books, where they where they interview David Chase and he's like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, ah oh, shit, I just said it, didn't I?" <laughs> where he talks about the ending to oh. Sopranos. Uh, no, that that was me quoting yeah, David yeah, Chase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, "Oh, 
Oh man. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like I, I, I think his intention was clear. Yeah. By the end, and like, I definitely like looking back at like the ending now. It's like I'm glad they did that. Don't stop. I'm glad they did that. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad. Like I, I, I'm so fucking glad they did that because like it really is like the proper way to end a show like this because again our, the whole entire show you're just sprinkled with like unanswered questions and like what what ifs what the fuck happened you know you know whether it be the dream sequences what they mean whether it be people just fucking dipping like <laughs> like like that one fucking dude um this show was just a lot about just like life and like you know like life like has a lot of unanswered questions and you're never gonna get the answer to them you know there's a also like this show's super meta like rewatch the sopranos now and you're gonna like you're like tony's gonna say something sometimes he says things you're like is that david chase like talking to me like specifically um there's one of my favorite scenes in the entire show season six uh tony uh is having uh is having a heart-to-heart with with aj anthony jr his son yeah um something happened with aj and he and aj got arrested and um aj you know they're screaming at each other and aj referenced godfather a scene in godfather and so tony was just james gandolfini is just such a fucking mind-blowing actor he's just like it's just a movie aj it's just a movie and like look that at was the camera and that was like that was like the last that was, that, was in, that was in the last season and like when i heard that i'm like okay i i, I fucking see you yeah. david i fucking see you david and like it, it's it's crazy to see a show that just gets so many things right you know and like i like after watching this, I'm like rewatching Breaking Bad now. I, I I'm gonna like try and like really wrestle what I would consider better. You know, really? I think yeah, like genuinely because like, I think that Breaking Bad, it's just Breaking Bad and Sopranos. Like they go for such different tones. Where Breaking Bad is like feels like a heart, uh, uh, feels like a high speed chase. Everything's happening. There's something. Some every episode something's gonna happen. Well, The Sopranos is more like just like guys chilling, just guys sitting around talking and family drama. Well, that's the interesting thing about it because it, it's yeah, a very toned down show. Like, yeah, but especially when it gets to like, like let's say for example, like different character deaths. Like obviously, characters in the show died. Yeah, when it gets to certain ones, they, it just happens. Like yeah, and nothing, and it's like, like as if it's nothing, as if it, like nothing happened, and it's like wow, like I I I, I find I I I. I Sorry, <laughs> it's gonna be an interesting comparison to make when you, if you do get the chance to finish Breaking Bad. I would know. I, we're, we're definitely gonna finish and it before El Camino. Yeah, and uh, that's the same. That's what my dad's doing too. Uh. But the thing is, with those two, it's Breaking Bad's definitely just an evolution of what Sopranos came. Yeah, definitely, to do. definitely. Same as of what Sopranos was an evolution of something like Twin Peaks of what that came to do. Yeah, yeah. Of how it is something on the surface. What it, it is, what it is, but it is also something very different. There's, there's definitely more. There's mer- there, There's way more in be- between the lines. Yeah, than and is, there is you know. much more. Like, you can't really just call it one single genre when there are different areas and elements that are no, way you can go- above. You can call way, it way, way above and way like. Um, you can call ahead it out of other shows at the time. You and can call way, it like, like a psychological, innovative. like a psychological fucking thriller, like for thriller, some scenes, comedy. Like, yeah, it, it's there's so many names you can put it. Same with Breaking Bad. Yeah, the thing is, I think Breaking Bad. Uh, the, y- it's interesting that you mentioned High Speed Chase because Breaking Bad 
it is what it is because of something like Sopranos because it could yeah. get to be what if something like Sopranos never existed, it could never have been so high paced and so theatric as it as it was when it that, was airing. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Like I, I like because like The Sopranos is like one of the first big shows to be genuinely cinematic, you know, in its approach and like you know the cinematography and and Breaking Bad obviously took a lot of influence from that. I think like I, I like like the big distinction like between the two is just like kind of like just the, the way like like the, like how you said the way the show's paced you know because like breaking mad it's like oh my god every single episode something is gonna happen that's just gonna make you go like fuck like and then the sopranos it's like you know yeah things just happen and like nobody makes a big deal about it sometimes and like i i appreciate the balls on david chase for not over 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 uh what's the term over bearing no over dramatizing over dramatizing oh, yeah. like the show because a lot of it's like it's a very quiet show genuinely like it is very quiet people talking they're screaming at each other sometimes yeah also there's so fuck like i love watching this like now older as an adult because fuck me like there's like you get so many references you know like there's so many like film references and like there's people on the show that like i didn't realize they were those people back when i was 14 like when i first saw the show i didn't fucking well i'm not gonna spoil some of the cameos no but literally some of them are just actual representations or stereotypes of the people they played before yeah it's like if you had a bunch of cousin vinnies from rick and morty just show up (laughs) in a season which it kind of (laughs) did it's like no it's literally like john malkovich playing john malkovich exactly that's exactly what these cameos are one's got boobs one's (laughs) one's got a lot of hair Uh, one's steve buscemi malkovich 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 Malkovich. Malkovich. all Uh, these fucking people in my head jen (laughs) um yeah, dude, like, just, I really appreciate it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, no, because I, I just watched Burn After Reading a week ago, and it's so funny seeing that, because, like, John Malkovich, it's just, like, it's the same level of intensity and frustration that he has in being John Malkovich in that movie, where it's like, do you have a CD, a fucking USB? Where is your tape? <laughs> John Malkovich has such a, he has such an odd face, you know? <laughs> it's, it's, like, so beady. He's like, so funny. I love it. I'm sorry. Sopranos, My yeah. Man, continue. Um... Yeah, there's just, like, uh, there's a lot of, like, cameos, you know, there, there's a lot of references towards, like, a cinema in general, like, specifically mob movies, obviously. Um, they don't shy, they don't hide the fact Wait, that Wait, did I say uh, being John Malkovich? I meant Burn After Reading. Did I say that? You said being John Malkovich. Oh, no, I meant Burn After Reading. I'm sorry. That was a you scene I was me, referring yeah. to. You confused yeah, me. Yeah, I, I watched Burn After Reading. Oh, um, I sorry. Um, <laughs> I confused myself afterwards. I'm like, oh, what the fuck did I just say? <laughs> so, yeah, I think, like... I just really appreciate The Sopranos now more than ever, you know? Yeah. And, like, want to know the crazy thing? I started, like, me and my girlfriend started The Sopranos, like, literally randomly. Like, it was just, we saw it on Amazon Prime, and we were like, do you want, I told her, do you want to watch it? Let's watch it. I think you'll like it. Then we watched oh, it. I'm surprised it has all of it on Amazon Prime. Yeah, all of it. I mean, there's a bunch of HBO shows. HBO has, like, a lot of, like, oh, Amazon that's right, Prime. Yeah. Uh, I, I have uh, Oz on my watch list, because mm-hmm. I've always wanted to get the chance to see that. It's like the first season of Oz. Really? It's pretty good shit. It, uh, it, like, main antagonist is J.K. Simmons, right? He's like one of he, He's one... Like, everyone's a fucking antagonist in that show. Oh, yeah, Dick. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're in a prison, yeah? Um, uh, yeah, like, just being older now, uh, you know... Uh, yeah, the thing I was going to say, we just watched... We just started watching The Sopranos randomly. The crazy fucking part is, we literally finished The Sopranos on James Gandolfini's birthday. Oh yeah, I remember that. 
uh, two weeks ago or yeah. a week ago it was James Gandolfini's birthday. It was on Tuesday, and literally we were on the last two se- last two episodes of The Sopranos, and we were like, "Fuck." And like I don't know, it's just crazy how like life works that way, you know? Yeah. And like I, and like watching it now, like you know, watching his performance, like there are scenes as the Sopranos dude, like specifically, like I'm gonna get a little personal here. Uh, specifically the scenes between like Tony and like AJ. Something about those scenes, like the way like just like the relation, like just like James Gandolfini's acting, and like just the you know just the way Tony's written. It like, it took a lot. It, it like, it, it beat me down a little. Yeah. There, there's there are some scenes in, like in the show where I genuinely just start like just bawling because like I relate. All, I like there's a lot you just relate to this show. Like that's the one thing about the show. This show has something that everyone can relate to, especially when it comes to family. You know. Yeah. It's crazy how much fucking like old school Italians are like are are like old school Cubans. They're literally the same fucking breed. It's crazy, and like. I don't know. It's just, I really love The Sopranos. It really just, you know, watching it again now, it's just really like kind of just hammers down the fact that it was, it, it's a, it's a great piece of fiction. The best mob story you'll ever see. The best HBO show by far. And just one of the greatest pieces of like cinema ever, you know? Yeah. And it's, you know, recipes game James Gandolfini. So actor took, you know, he's taken away, fucking too early so good in it and i don't know man i just i if you haven't seen the sopranos i beg you like stop whatever show you're binging now and watch the sopranos it's such a staple in pop culture so worth it and it's so worth it and the ending i people hate the ending that's like my screenwriting teacher fucking hates the ending it's better than the one from lost yeah but like i remember sticking around for that one I, I I was I like the I and I, I like was never the, a Lost fan. I was and I like the ending to Lost. I still hate the ending to Lost. Go. Cool. That's cool. my that's my feeling on it. Yeah, you no, know? I I think the Sopranos ending is perfect. Yeah. I think it's just the what it was going for the specific it's just the way that scene was crafted and the very specific details towards everything. It's just like, yeah, this is like, this is definitive. It's just. The Sopranos is just a, a masterpiece if there ever was one. I have a semi-related question. Didn't you say you were going to start Six Feet Under? I, I was watching Six Feet Under. Okay. Well, like, I, I started the first episode. Okay, because I'm very curious to see how that one is. Because I've heard that is one of their, like, one of the best HBO endings. Yeah, yeah. Ever made. I know, I mean, well. I know the ending. I don't know the ending. I know the ending. And, like, and like, it, it's a, like, I assume it's a good ending. I just don't have context towards it. Yeah. You know, when I, I literally just had it spoiled for me. Oh, that sucks. Really. Yeah, like it, it. It was just one of those. Like it, it was back then when I was like like fifteen or sixteen, and and or no, like probably earlier. It was like a Watch Mojo video. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, but like you should know when you're getting into those. Things, yeah, so but I, right yeah, but it. I'm a stupid fucking teenager. Yeah, Fuck you. Like you know, like when <laughs> <laughs> you tell it to the browser. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Um. Uh, okay, I gotta say though, there are some endings that it's okay to spoil. I feel. No. I feel like it is sometimes. No. If it's something that is either really, really bad. I mean, or if okay. It's something, or if it's something that the ending makes up, like, the ending is great and all, but everything else leading up to it is just as great, or if not greater. No. I disagree. 100%. Mm. 400%. You ever come at me with a fucking spoiler to a really I, good thing? I will fucking beat you I'm just you saying. Up. I'm just saying from <laughs> personal experience, when I've been spoiled at, like, a lot of shit, like, well, I remember getting spoiled about 
Arkham Arkham City. That was me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry you. I did that. Yeah, I know. Genuinely, I'm sorry I did that. If but, I can go back, let me tell if you. I can go back and curb stop myself. But I me, will. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you. <laughs> I something. would. When I was playing Arkham City all the way up to that moment, I didn't even care of the fact that I got it spoiled for me. Even when I got to it, it still hit me hard, and I still loved it. Yeah, no. Either I, way, I, yeah, I the whole journey, including that ending, was still great for me. I agree to a certain extent, but the best satisfaction is not knowing yeah. the ending. And, I'll and, that, to- and that just adds to like the like a movie going experience or a video game experience, you know, and just any any type of like fiction or media like that. I think it's just you need a good exclamation point, you know. But then sometimes, period. And then here's where I go to the other side of this. I believe that there's some things that like. Some endings that just suck so much that the whole buildup of watching it up to that point is kind of meaningless when you get to if you get that ending spoiled for you. I disagree to that too. Mm. I disagree to that too. I don't think it should be spoiled. I'm saying specifically for TV shows, long form TV shows. Oh, okay. Because I'm talking about specifically when, like, I remember getting spoiled. uh, I remember getting uh, finding out how how I met your mother ends, and there's no interest in me ever watching that show because of how that ends because it's just so fucking stupid. And it I, doesn't make any guns. No, I, I don't know, man. I disagree. I disagree. I think, I think like, if you're going to, like, no, no, no. I, I think if you're going to go up to someone and be like, hey, watch this, but the ending, like, hey, I'm I not, about- I'm not saying go spoil something no, no, no. for somebody. I mean, no, 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 let me I'm finish, just saying, finish, like, 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 if like, you do it, get something spoiled for yourself, chances are there's a 50-50 chance where you're going to either ignore the fact that you got it spoiled anyway and enjoy the ride, or probably just second guess yourself, second, uh, reflect on thinking if you're actually if this whole like journey towards this end game is worth it you know what i mean i i don't know man i just strong ending a strong ending is very very important no obviously yeah but i I just disagree about the spoiling things if you get spoiled for something i feel like it just ruins it because the ending is part of this the experience Mm. and if you don't have like if you don't have that satisfaction of just experiencing the ending i feel like the entire experience like it's just not complete and that's a, that, and that's a genuine from my heart thing, you know. And here's it's like, my, it's like, a, it, it, like I can't like. And here's my, you know, like all hands joining together meme so, uh, solution to this. You could either make an ending that is very clear cut, or you can make an ending that is so confusing that even a person, even the person watching it, trying to spoil it for you, cannot actually comprehend what that is. Which is something that we'll get into later on in the news with Twin Peaks. Do you want to get into the news? Well, I mean, yeah. I thought. Oh, we were like, no, I'm good. Way. I'm good. No, I, I, just, I, I said my two cents on on the Sopranos. Best piece of mob fiction ever. Better than Goodfellas. Better than uh, Better than The Godfather. Better than Once Upon a Time in America. Better than fucking a Bronx Tale. Better than any fucking any fucking piece of mob work you can find me. Well, then again, it's TV and movie. Hey, I, there's still a difference. No, I know, there's but still, I'm saying. I mean, sorry, no, no. And it's not like there was any other mobster compare. show before. You can still compare or after Sopranos. No, like, like at this point, like, is there? A TV like oh, like boardwalk. television show, yeah. yeah. Television shows like in like specifically something like Sopranos. It's basically cinema. It's basically cinema. It's a television oh, no, yeah. show, but like you know, I like like for like you know, I love like I love Band of Brothers, but I think Saving Private Ryan's better. You know, it's that kind of thing. No, yeah, I get that. Um, you know, I mean, you're just saying in genre. No, nah. I was just thinking of like in terms of how like the actual medium that's on. I mean, I don't know. I, I and obviously I, some medium transcends into cinematic, you know, art uh, artistry. Like I think Twin Peaks. I, yeah, or Twin Peaks, yeah. Sopranos, Breaking Bad. I'm just, I'm just walking around that fence when um, we get to that. But let's get on with the trailers for a quick second. Yes, fucking sir. Here, let me just. Oh, you're getting out the email. Yeah, let me pulling yeah. it up. Uh, so yeah, that there's first, a l- that there's a couple of trailers. There's a few trailers that, that 
mostly irrelevant ones, to be honest. Like a lot, a lot of a lot of movies that like I, I got mostly the most buzzworthy ones. Although, okay, I did see the Gentleman trailer, Guy Ritchie's new movie. Garbage. No, I think it looks really. Oh weird. my god, they look so bad. I think bad. it looks really, really good. I think it's just like I, I think it's just it looks Guy like Ritchie. classic Guy Ritchie stuff. Oh no, it looks like Guy Ritchie ripping off fucking Kingsman. If I'm being completely real, they're not even an agency. It, but it's it, not even a Kingsman but thing. It, but it, it, it's a it, it's a gentleman it's a gentleman hustle like a assassin type of like deal whatever the fuck. Like, what no, the I don't fuck, fuck do you think Guy Ritchie has made in no, the past couple no, of years? No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Have you not even seen the Lars poster, fucking tra- uh, even the fucking barrels? poster is a, is a fucking Kingsman ripoff. Yeah, but that's a nice poster. No, it's not. It is. It's fucking me. stupid. It's a ice gun. The movie looks so. The movie doesn't even look good. I that like good. ice guns. The movie doesn't even look that good. <sighs> and Matthew McConaughey has a terrible fucking accent. It's the same accent. No, he has a, like a little British twang to it. No, I, I couldn't really hear it as much. Oh, I think it was. No, I think it's just a Texas accent. Oh, no, I heard like a British twang. It's like, oh, I love my Mary Jane. Oh, shit, Colin Farrell <laughs> and all that. Man, no, I think Gentleman looks really good. But hey, that's, that's not what we're talking shit. about right now. Birds of Prey and the Fantabulism of Emancipation. The Assassination of one by the Harley. Coward Robert Ford. Yeah, okay, okay. What's the full title? Okay, so it's The Bird- Assassination of Jesse no, 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 James by the Coward Robert is, Ford. Is, oh, hang on, hang on. It is Warner Brothers DC's Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn by the Coward Robert Ford, The Empire Strikes Back. Directed by Spike Lee. <laughs> a Spike Lee joint. No. A Spike Lee joint. Yeah, that's yeah, the colon. Joint, colon a Spike Lee joint. Directed six by part, David Ayer. Six part <laughs> uh, Showtime series. Prince Bay looks good. Yeah, it, does. it looks really good. It looks, it looks really, really good. fun. Uh, it's way colorful than I ever thought it would be. And like, oh my God, a, a fucking DC with a vision? Holy shit. I mean, they've had one for the last couple of years. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just fucking making fun of like DC. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm yes. fun of DC. I get it, Twitter. Fucking yeah. little bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. We're just spitting back at each other. Just spitting into our mics. Ew. But yeah, no, this trailer looks really, really good. I, I, it's definitely what I thought this movie was gonna be from the beginning. I mean, like Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey have to take care of Cassandra. Cassandra Cain. No, it's not Cassandra Cain. Is oh my god, not it's not Stephanie Brown either. Uh, Cassandra. Spoiler in um in in regular Batman lore. Oh no! I think it is Cassandra Kane. It's Cassandra yeah, Kane. Cassandra Kane. No? Yeah, they're protecting Cassandra Kane from Black Mask, mm. and Victor Zaz is there too. And yeah. Now, what I mean by vision is, I feel like this is just. It looks like a movie that a knows what it is. Interpretation. What I mean by that, I feel like this is like a revamp. Like this feels more than just an interpretation. You know, like they're really getting a lot of these characters and like and flipping it on their head because like fuck, I haven't seen like. I haven't seen like a superhero film like with these kinds of aesthetics and like this kind of feel. You get me? I don't know. I mean, okay. I the thing is, I definitely get a Guardians of the Galaxy vibe with it. But I the get, thing that really struck me with yeah. it is just how how unique it is. That's what I mean. And how unique it's That's trying I mean. to be in the like vis- in its sense of tone and its sense of character. Like it's genuinely you know? trying to be like its own thing. You know? Yeah. And like like sure like I made the comparison that like it kind of looks like the first Suicide Squad trailer, like the first first Comic Con. No, no, no. The first Comic Con one is the dark ass Suicide. Yeah, Squad I know. Trailer. Yeah, I know. I like visually, I thought it looked like that. Like, really? it, it, like, yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of me, like, just, like, that's the first thing I thought of when I when I was watching no, it. No, because I was thinking of the Bohemian Rhapsody one where they try to make everything all colorful and boppy. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I got, like, I got Comic-Con trailer vibes. Mm. I don't know. That one was all nice. dark and gritty, though. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just, like, the visuals, specifically. Mm. Just the way it's, like, put together and the way it's, I, I don't know. No, I kind of disagree with that. Cause the, and, and, look, the good thing, I think, looking at this trailer is that it looks like, you know... 
it is what it is from the beginning and it's not trying to change anything or it's hopefully it's not going to change anything as it goes into February when it doesn't have drastic fucking tone changes yeah I mean although the guy from John Wick uh, Chad Stahelski one of the John Wick directors is is helping out with reshoots but I think it's only with action sequences I don't know if we reported on that or not I don't think we did but I'm totally fine with that you know as long as it doesn't fuck up I mean I mean like reshoots like if you hear a reshoot on a movie don't immediately think it's a bad thing yeah no exactly we've talked about this plenty of times that's like a normal that's like a normal like thing and apparently from the test screenings that they've had uh, 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 there's rumors going around like this movie's already amazing from the yeah. test screenings that they've already yeah. put out people love it yeah and people i'm very love. i'm very excited about like how energetic and how weird ian mcgregor seems to be going in as black mask yeah even though it's not really like the black mask that people know but i'm totally fine with it what do you think of them turning what, what do you think of him, uh, of him being turned gay uh that's a rumor right now so i don't know if that's actually something they're gonna stick with or if that's was if that never actually happened i'm i think fi- it, i'm I fine think with it's, it i think i, I like think it doesn't really it's, yeah. it's not like it shouldn't be a Cause problem because there's gonna be discourse about it it's gonna be a lot yeah of but people are it. stupid yeah and you just have to ignore them like I, I, i'm totally fine with changing up a character as long as like you know like it, it makes something interesting and makes something good with that character mm-hmm. you know like i i like i i would if if that rumor is true that black Mask is gay i think that's interesting and when's the last time we've ever had a gay antagonist? Mobster type villain. No, but I'm just saying a gay villain in general. A villain who just happens to be gay in any, like, big form of media. Pretty sure this you know? has been. I don't... I, I can't Pretty remember. Sure has been. Yeah. At least in, like, big pop culture, I can't Javier Bardem in uh, Skyfall. He was, like, bisexual. <laughs> Do you remember that scene where they were, like, flirting with each other? <laughs> Daniel Craig and Javier Bardem. Oh, Mr. Bond. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, can't re- I can't remember. I haven't seen Skyfall forever. Yeah. But no, like I'm, I'm totally fine with it. Mm. Like it's not bad. No, like, yeah. it's totally like it. Why would it be a problem? I think, um, I think if it makes it sense, it makes sense. I mean, I, I really fucking love just like how energetic he is, like in in general yeah. in the movie. You get me? And I feel like he's giving me mask vibes, huh? Just in, like he's giving me like James, Carey. Did, like, like James J- Carey, <laughs> James Carey. That was that's Jesus how they called Christ. him in Living Color. But no, but uh, Jim Carey vibes of like energy, yeah, and yeah. like weirdness. I get that. Same yeah. with Margot Robbie. Obviously. I get that vibe too. I don't know. Like it, it, if they were to change, honestly, if they if they were it, like if that's the case that he like he is gay in this film, I think like fuck it, like why not? You know exactly. Like it's it's not, it's not even like it's not even like oh my god, you have to like stay true to the character. Like no no no, you know you fucking don't. It's an you don't really have to. Fuck it. Why not? Look at the three spider-men we've had we've had edgelord teen who goes around solely looking first of all looking back at amazing spider-man one peter it's a selfish asshole yeah because he just doesn't care about any other crimes going on in the city he just wants to look out for whoever killed uncle ben for like 50 minutes into that movie you have another I mean, one who I mean, is a I weird know, pizza arguably, boy. Then you have tom holland i don't know like, that, that like characters thing, are interesting to change up no, no no that andrew garfield thing that's arguable that's more like, bro, he's a kid. Like, he's literally just starting. Yeah, but still. You know? You have this power set. You're not helping out anyone else. You're just trying to find this one guy. You know? To be honest, like, that's most likely. Like, I don't know. I remember in the end. That just oh, seems yeah. like a... Uh, I'll stay away from your daughter. Um, yeah, no, that's a dick um, move. Dennis Leary. But I won't, though, because I'll still whisper weird shit behind her It's a class. fucking... Yeah, and it's a bad movie. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not... It, it's a good movie, but it's, like, a lot... It's bad writing. It's fine. Written, it's bad writing. That movie does not hold up. More, the more I think about it. Oh no, I think Amazing Spider-Man holds up. I, I think really? genuinely. No, genuinely, I, I really like it because, like, say what you want about like Peter Parker in that movie, but fucking like Andrew Garfield kills it. 
Andrew Garfield is an interesting sp- choice. He, he I think kills, he's good. But he like, kills it. Like his character's I, not great. He, he but he, you know, I, I feel like he kills it. I feel like you know, I enjoy like the revamp, like gritty tone. I, 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 I don't know. There's parts of Amazing Spider-Man two. Like, I mean, Amazing Spider-Man one that I really fucking liked. Yeah, no, two is uh, the, yeah, that, that's pure two, garbage. Two is kind of a fun watch, huh? Two is kind of a fun watch in like a Batman and Robin kind of way. Uh, no, no, I just get angry. Yeah, I just but get angry. You, but like, we always laugh when we look at your fraud, Spider Man. Yeah, but that's like one specific scene. And but like, what about like it's the my rest birthday, of it's time to blow out the cameras? You really no, think the candles? Are you laughing at, at like at like EDM like? Yeah, lightning bolts? yeah, I am. I'm not. I'm fucking it's really funny. I'm just pissed. Dumb. I'm just laughing at how pissed. stupid it is. And did you it's ever not hear, good? Did you hear? Did you ever uh, read the Sony email? Uh, Sony emails pertaining to that. No, I was reading. I remember reading the ones about Sinister Six and saying this is going to be the greatest thing ever. It's amazing climax. Sandman turns into a big pile of sand. Wait, have you ever seen Spider Man Three? Wait, what? <laughs> Sony, no, like the Sony, like a uh, part of the Sony emails. Like one of the one of the things w- was like it was like a Sony executive or sending an email was like. Uh, there, there's this really, there's this, like big like trend in like EDM and pop music. How do you think we can we, we can like turn that and, and make it work for Spider? Hey Hans Zimmer, how 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 well versed how would you, are you in EDM and no, Skrillex? No, no. Hey Hans Zimmer, how how, how would you fuck? like to work with Pharrell? What Don't you fu- remember? What the fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Pharrell, <laughs> Will Pharrell? Um, <laughs> No, but Birds of Prey. Yeah, back to Birds of Prey. Yeah. The one con I'd probably have against this trailer is that, yeah, it's def- I get it. It's definitely a Harley Quinn-focused trailer, but I do want to see, at least in the next one, who the hell are the Birds of Prey? Why are they there? Why are they all behind Yeah, her? this really... No, like, yeah, like I, look, that's the big problem with this trailer, if anything. This seems too much like a Harley Quinn-centered movie. But I kind of get it, because she's the big appeal of this whole thing. Yeah, and the like, hyenas, and that's all cool. And I get that. Oh, yeah, the hyenas, are, the hyenas are awesome. They look beautiful. They really do. They're beautiful. Um, no, don't get me wrong. Like, it's cool, but, like, I don't know, man. Like, the Birds of Prey are, like, are very, like, under her shadow. You get me? That's exactly is it black? What I feel. Bro, black Canary, Huntress. Those are so, just awesome fucking characters. Huntress is tall as fuck. She looks so cool. No, but she's really yeah, tall. She is. I Mary didn't expect that. Is she really that tall in real life? I think so. God. But yeah, she looks awesome. She does. Like um, Jesse Smollett's sister. I think that's. I think that's her. Na- um, she's so hot. I think that's Jesse Smollett's sister. <laughs> she's so hot. <laughs> I remember hearing that from I think the Comic Book Nation podcast. I Ever think. since I saw her design, but yeah, I was like in love with her. Her, her as Black Canary, she's super cool. I, I love like her design. design. I love Renee it. Montoya. I mean, Renee Montoya is a cool character. I'm. I'm interested to see how she plays out in this. Mm. Um, oh, I, that's kind of it, right? Yeah. That's just, that's just the three of them and Cassandra Kane. Yeah. And Harley and those two and yeah and Vizaz and Black Mask and. Yeah. How do you think this is gonna like? And maybe a Jared Leto, but I don't think so. How do you think this is gonna like hold up? Like, yeah, like with like DCU. How do you think this is gonna connect? Or like, like do you think like they're gonna like try and like? I think they're gonna maybe test the waters with this for a franchise. Maybe, but I think they're probably gonna go because we know the Suicide Squad's coming out. Yeah. And we know that Mark Robbie is back as Harley Quinn for the Suicide Squad. Do you think? I think it's gonna have a bit of bit. I think it's gonna have a bit of a best of both worlds scenario, where you don't. I don't think you get Leto. As Joker, and if you do, you'll probably get a very different looking Leto hmm. than you got in the one Suicide Squad. Do you think? Like, you kind of already see it from that? the poster. Do you think they retcon that? No, but like uh, maybe because you see in that one little scene where she's like, "Me and Mister J broke up." It's like a drawing of him. Where, yeah. yeah, and he doesn't have that stupid damage tattoo in yeah. the middle, but he does have like the gold teeth from like getting beat up by Batman. 
I still like a lot of like uh, Jared Leto's like Joker. Yeah, but the thing is, they never explained it. Yeah, and they, they never like, gave him anything to breathe. So like, it, I've never really cared about it since. They, it's just like a really fleshed out character for a really bad script. Yeah. You know, and like they just yeah, I don't know. They're, like I don't know. I I love the idea with like grills on Joker. I've always loved that. But I don't think they're gonna bring back. Maybe no, 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 it would be won't. interesting if they did. But like, I don't think they're gonna bring back. Because um, the Batfix out, you know. Yeah. There's oh no! Yeah, that is. I'm sorry. I was just reading up. So continue. What? No, because that the girl playing um, Black Canary is Jesse Smollett's sister. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, Journey Diana Smollett Bell. Cool. It's a long name. Yeah. Um, I think they might. I think they might recon stuff that they've had before, like it, like Suicide Squad, and maybe in other DCEO stuff before. Or that. just not. Or, or just. And so then they're gonna have like some stuff being revamped or like retextualized. No, like do it like Aquaman. Harley, where it's like, not rec- like it's how not they do, but, but it's like just like kind of exactly like, like not that. talked about. Exactly, like yeah. they kind of brush it aside or they just kind of change it up a little bit, like how they do it in like Shazam and this and in Aquaman. I meant. But with this one, I think it might be a bit of a best of both worlds. Yeah, they might change up some things. They might ignore some things completely. But then again, some there's probably going to be an after credits tag for the Suicide Squad at the end of this. That'd be awesome. Yeah. What do you think is going to be? PG-13 or R? R. You think so? I think so. Because it, it felt very forced when she was like, I'm Harley freaking Quinn. I don't know. In the end of that. I don't know. I, I, saw feel, s- like that's a, I, feel, I feel like that's a fucking <laughs> in there. I don't know. I think, I think, they're, like, I, I think they're going balls to the wall with it. I hope so. I, I just wonder I how they're gonna. Are. I just wonder how that's gonna divide the mass market for the stuff that they've had before. You know what I mean? I think it's gonna like. I know. I because I like Aquaman, PG thirteen. That makes sense. Yeah, Shazam, PG thirteen. That makes sense. Joker, I, Joker's Joker. That's a whole different story. But then with this one, like that's that's if in there's their, a market for Deadpool. Universe. If there's a market for Deadpool, and this is definitely like apparently this might go the Deadpool route with Harley Quinn, because like Harley Quinn is a fourth wall breaking character. Yeah, it might but go that, that dream, direction. Oh, that dream sequence. Well, yeah, it looks like a dream yeah, sequence yeah, where she's sick. singing. That I looks like really that. cool. Um, and you see people with black masks. Yeah, as dancers. Yeah. So I think he will have a black mask. No, he will. He will. Hundred yeah. percent. I, I think. Um, I don't know. Uh, I I really really uh, I, I I like what I'm saying, you know, and yeah. like I'm I'm really into uh, Ian McGregor, and like and what he's doing, and I and I'm really excited to see the rest of the Birds of Prey. This, I just this, hope they're not like yeah. overshadowed. I hope I hope so too. I hope that's not the case either. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very excited about this still, and it looks really really fun and interesting. Next thing, yeah, El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. The f- well, we got the actual first full trailer. length trailer yeah. for it. Which made me feel just about just as emotional as I felt watching the last season of Breaking Bad. It's just in really the two depressing. minutes of this thing. It's just really like it's just a very slow and, and like the thing is, Jesse is a puppy in a man's body. Yeah, he looks ve- like you feel sad for him even just by looking at him. Dude, you know? like Je- like I was saying this, like Jesse definitely like by the by like there's a ha- basically a halfway point like like okay like um. I'm not going to spoil Breaking Bad, but when someone dies in the show, after that, it basically becomes Jesse's show. You know? Yeah. Uh, specifically, the, like... Yes, you know. I yeah, know. yeah. Like, like, like I, after that, I think, like, Breaking Bad was slowly pushing towards Jesse's, you know... Like, it's definitely... Like, for a long time, the show was about Jesse. Yeah. You know? I mean, Walt and Jesse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I feel like... Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like they were, like... Th- there are certain parts of the show where, like, you could tell, like, no, like... Jesse has just much he has much he, he's not he's not like I mean sorry Walter is not the main character they're they really are both like the main like characters. Yeah, yeah yeah like you can't you like I like you can't call Brian Cranston like oh the star of the show because he's not 
because fucking Aaron Paul is just like in there with the acting. Like, Which is just why I'm so excited about this because it's like it's, it's, look, it's him. It's Jesse's him. ending in the series finale was just as perfect and ambiguous as it needed to be. And like, yeah, you could argue there's probably no need to make a Breaking Bad movie. I would have been fine with just him, it. like just the idea of he just rode, rode off to the sunset. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but is that a, eh, well, it was night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just a trailer for what happens after. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So I, yeah. D- hours after the series. Yeah, finale. literally, it's literally like yeah. If you haven't spoken, like you know, yeah. Breaking Bad. Like, like you have to watch Breaking Bad in order to see this movie. Yeah, to even see the trailer. Like yeah. <laughs> even though Vince Gilligan was like, yeah, you should, you could probably watch it both ways. Mm. No, 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 for no, the Hollywood I, Reporter. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Vince. You just want you just want those people who haven't watched the show to watch the movie. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's Hollywood. I'm I'm really excited. It looks super sad. It looks super emotional. I I I'm very excited by the idea of picking up right after the show ends, focusing this on Jesse and seeing what happens to Jesse. What are they gonna do with Jesse? And who's gonna show up too, which I find really interesting. I feel I'm pretty sure he's still in Albuquerque. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Because it looks like he has to pick up some. He's. He, it looks like he's getting. He's something. stopping by. He's stopping by Skinny Pete's house. Yeah, but okay. There's a scene in the desert, which I help me clarify. Uh, clarify me. Uh, clarify this for me if I'm wrong. Doesn't Walt bury a bunch of money back in season four or five? Barrels, in yeah. The de- in the uh, in the desert. Barrels, but uh, the. Imp- Do you think that's what he's going for? I mean, remember it was the skinheads that buried it all. That like um got it oh, all that back. Found it, yeah. Yeah. But maybe there was something that they didn't find. Yeah, probably. it could be. Like that's could, exactly what I was thinking with mm-hmm. this. Maybe there's something that's that, that's just like dug in there. There's always something dug in the desert desert yeah. with Breaking Bad, you know? I'm very excited to see who could show up in this. I was just thinking, fuck. I think... Like, definitely Skyler would show up. You think? I feel like Skyler would probably show up. If not, like, act, like in real time, looking at Jesse or meeting or being somewhere around the events, probably being interviewed in the background or in a TV report. Same with um, oh, uh, like oh, like that, like just same like with little, like, Junior. Okay, like li- like little hints towards maybe, maybe or maybe Skyler just goes full on direct and goes full like bawling, you know, or maybe probably helps out Jesse, which I don't think no, would ever no, happen, no, 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 no never, like, never, like realistically, but it'd be really interesting to see where this goes with this. There's uh the there's specific there's an remember um that sequence no well, not sequence but like those those episodes in season four mm-hmm. where it was Mike and Je- and Jesse. Yeah, and like they were just working together, and Mike was just taking him around, and like you know to like pick up money and like you know drop off money. Might be that something, something maybe like he, he maybe he's just looking for buried money that uh, Mike had buried. Yeah, or something. I'm or buried see, guns, maybe. I'm interested to see if they actually might tie this in with next season's Better Call Saul. Do you think they will? I I don't know because the way I've been reading it with uh, the way that, it Camino. Yeah, that's no, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, what I've been reading in that Hollywood Reporter article when the trailer was coming up, uh, Vince was like, "This is like a coda for the series. It's like kind of like the last little thing that he would want to have for Breaking Bad, even though he is still kind of working in that Breaking Bad universe because Better Call Saul comes out early next year, mm-hmm. and they have to stop filming Better Call Saul to do El Camino, obviously. Yeah. And then they, I, I either they delayed production or they picked it back up. Once they finish with that, it would be really interesting to see if they find a way to tie those two things together. I don't think it's possible because obviously where Saul ends up in present day 
or I mean, post Breaking Bad is in a different place. Yeah, and it's in a different. It might be in a diff- whole different time. Yeah, than where Jesse is right now, and then in the beginning of El Camino, or what we assume is the beginning of El Camino. We're just assuming no that, that, that like the entirety of El Camino takes place with like just a few hours after the end the of thing Breaking is, Bad. But it could me, take place years. It could the whole movie could could be like he starts off here and then it's like five years later. It's exactly what something. I've been thinking. Yeah. But that's the thing. It, that's what I've been thinking ever since I saw that first trailer with Skinny uh, with uh, Skinny Pete, because I would have been just as happy and just as hyped with that one trailer and then frame one when you start the movie on October 11th. It's just present day Jesse. Like all shaved, uh, like shaved all of his beard. Still has some of the scars, but like living his life somewhere else. I mean, um, I think I mean like it can still be implied that like that little, well, that that little like skinny pee like uh, interrogation that, that 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 could be implied that that's still um you know like takes place right after uh takes place right after the uh, the show ends. And I'm just saying, like, it, I feel like it could all lead to some big misdirect. Which I'm, I'm so excited either way. No, yeah. I mean, like, fuck, like, literally... Okay, like... This is I, the shit that keeps Netflix alive. No, I, I'm more, like... Okay, like... You know, to, like, a mass audience like this. Look, look, I, I'm more open to... I'm more open to El Camino than I am to the mini saints of New York. Of New York. Because, like... Because, like, Alan Taylor... And, like, that just seems like an unnecessary story. You know? But with this, this is, like, a clear continuation. And, like... I don't know. I, I don't know. like both could be seen as unnecessary. That's the thing. It it didn't need I to mean, end. I mean, like, no, 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 no. I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, unnecessary. I mean, unnecessary in the sense where, like, this is just a random story about Tony when he was younger. It doesn't connect to anything about the uh, about the original show, like really. But this, well, but like this movie is like, well, yeah. But yeah. you know, but like, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, and then there's this where it's like, you know, this is just picking up where we left off, literally. And yeah. like, I and like, at first, like, you know, I would have been fine with just with just Jesse, like, you know. The way the way that ends, but I'm but I'm I'm glad I'm glad we got some kind of uh some I'm glad we kind of, we got some kind of confirmation or some kind of you know just closure to his story because it, because like that really was technically a loose end that ending really was a loose end yeah but I would have been fine if it ended no yeah same that, but like I prefer this over many sets of New York because I'm still not. I'm not really excited for the many states of New York. I am because it's still David Chase, right? Yeah, here. but it's Alan Taylor. Fuck Alan Taylor too. Like right? Alan Taylor can direct something if it's under a good script. A director can direct something well if it has a really good script. No, it is possible. No, 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 it's not. It is possible. Well, uh, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, it is. It, no, it definitely is. But I feel like a director's vi- I, a director's vision has to be. He has to have like the right. A director's vision matters the most. It's because you, it's because you're watching the movie through his eyes. You yeah, know? but are you really and gonna like, assume that Alan Taylor's gonna be the full vision behind a movie made by the written by the guy who created the show that it's based off of? No, I, I mean, I but I don't think that. But I just I just don't trust him. Mm. He's not a good director, and like I don't get and like this is a film, and you know it's not like it, all his other films have been garbage. Genesis, The Door to Dark World, that's garbage. The Sopranos was a different thing though because when he was directing The Sopranos, when you direct when you direct like TV shows, you're not technically directing TV shows. You're just doing what the what the showrunner wants. What you know? do you think I'm saying with this? But it's but it's different. This is a movie. 
Yeah, this, this, this still is still mo- spearheaded by the creator, but it's still a movie. Like it's it's still like he's not sure running it. He's writing it, and yeah, he has a producer credit on it. But like this is an HBO project, and he's not like because a showrunner for a, a show that's the director of the entire show, you know. And like this is like this is no Alan Tater's vision fueled by David Chase's work. I think which could work, it, which could yeah. work. I'm not saying it won't, but Alan Tater's fucking shit. He's but so I, bad. I, I think you're going under the assumption that he's just gonna wing it and go on it his own. No, way. I'm going under the assumption that no, 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 no. I'm going under the assumption that he's the director. Possible. Yeah, I'm going. I'm just saying it's very possible with a project like that that he's not gonna have that much or probably any creative control. And if it, and, and if that's the case, when you have David Chase and it, still working on it, and if that's the case, no creative control, then why the fuck is he even the director? So what vision are you gonna bring? Why not have he David Chase? Do? Why not have David Chase direct it? No, I like no, I I, I don't no, I I don't like. Does David Chase direct? Yeah, he's directed episodes before. Mm-hmm. He's directed episodes of Sopranos before, but I but I don't I don't think he directs. We'll have to see. He does he he does. I don't know. I'm just not excited for it. I mean, I like I like I am, but I'm not. Alan yeah. Tater is like, it's El Camino. We could agree on that. Yeah, exciting. we're fucking excited. That's exciting. And that's the difference. Vince Gilligan is writing and directing this. Yeah, but then again, this is the first movie he's ever directed too, so that's also another thing that you could probably worry about. No, too. yeah, but but I'm not like <laughs> I'm not because this is his full vision. I'm not worried because either. This because is his, yeah. look, look, this is his full vision from the beginning, and this is some this is his story from the show. Yeah, this isn't his, the, the the thing with the mini saints is like yeah, this is that's the story there, but in the end of the day, it's the director's like call and like that's what doesn't get me excited because the Sopranos was never Alan Taylor's vision; it was David Chase's. Yeah, and we're looking at you know the movie through his Alan Taylor's eyes, and I don't trust that. I'm just saying it is possible that El Camino might not do well because no, it's completely it possible. Pro- it is his first directorial debut. It's com- as a, in a feature length film. It's completely possible, but I have more trust in Vince Gilligan than I do Alan Taylor for the fact that what he's directed before has been shit. Yeah, and and Vince Gilligan, what he's directing now. Is something he's been working on for so many years. Aside from the argument, yeah, no, I do agree because Vince Gilligan is able to make a show off of. He was able to make a spinoff off of the, one of the Can you like, weirdest supporting yeah. characters in the show and make it work for five seasons and going, mm. and still be one of the best shows ever on TV and probably even better in Breaking Bad in my opinion. But hey, fuck it. Next one. Uh, I mean, I, uncut gems. I could watch the entire show and I probably won't agree with you. I I I beg to differ, dude. Yeah, the new trailer for Uncut, uh, first trailer for Uncut Gems, starring Adam uh, Sandler, directed by the Safdie brothers, director of Good Time, coming in Christmas Day. Are you gonna say anything? Because I'm just filling, I'm just filling. I'm, I'm waiting for you to finish. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're just, you're just. You were looking at me, and I didn't know if you were going to say something. That's why I was waiting for you to finish. Oh, okay. No, yeah, go say it. Yeah, Jonah Hill is supposed to be in this movie. Yeah, that's about it. I'm kidding. I, uh, this is a super Scorsese movie. This is another like mega like, especially this specific- does not feel Scorsese. Hey, at oh, all. what? No, dude. what? This feels very much like Good Time. Oh no, 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 no. Well, Good Time felt like a Scorsese movie. Nah, Scorsese so. was like, uh, like it, it's like a movie about the underground that's very fast paced, very snappy with his editing, very just always going. That's that's the, that's the like the biggest vibe I get from this trailer. No, really. And, and like uncut gems, like you, like. That, that that's exactly what I see, especially like the shot with like specifically the shot with the old man like giving like giving each other the envelope and like that was such a Scorsese shot and like it felt like him, you know? And then like I don't know, like like the Safety brothers have such a mega Scorsese overtone. I mean Scorsese producing this movie. Did he? He's Is producing he? this movie, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow, not Joker. Huh? Huh. 
that's, that's actually really funny actually i mean that's i guess like that. i guess he recognizes the 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 style the style i don't know it's just so funny when you have the most scorsese-ish movie coming out in theaters and literally robert de niro playing the same character he did 20 years ago or one of the other not characters literally. in the in the other movie <laughs> he was in 20 years ago and yet he's not producing <laughs> yeah oh, i think he was supposed to produce that first but i don't know he's like, yeah yeah i think he was working on irishman fuck it um yeah uncut gems looked really really fun it looks really really weird it looks like a modern Scorsese movie to me. I just love the well, fact that we have a golden Furby out there, and that's something that we could get somewhere. Kevin Garnett's in the, in the movie. Kevin Garnett and The Weeknd are in this movie. Yeah, it's so weird. I didn't know yeah. they were there. And Adina Menzel. Are you... What? You... What the fuck? My mic's fine. Oh, no, no, because, like... Are you... are you sure, really? Yeah. Like, no, because, no, no, like, it... Okay, no, I guess. I'm oh, tripping. what? The... Yeah, like, the thing. It's like, oh, sorry, the guy. Whatever. Oh, okay, no, um, the rubber bands? No, no, you're holding it wrong, dude. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> you're supposed to remember the logo? Right yeah, there. that's what I've been doing. No, you've been... You, All right, you well, had the thing like this. Oh, okay, literally. my bad. <laughs> but Sorry, y'all. Yeah, even Adina Menzel's in this movie, which I didn't even realize until like I saw this trailer for the third time. And like he's Stanfield. I didn't know he was in this movie until the trailer. Yeah, actually, I didn't know that either. He's probably going to be like a side character. I don't even think... I don't think he's going to be that big. Yeah, I'd be... Like Jennifer Jason Lee in uh, Good in Time. In Good Time, yeah. Where they're, they're just going to have one like... Yeah, I, I didn't even remember that she was in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it looks really fun. Adam Sandler plays a guy who likes to take bids and money from people. No, and he plays... he owes money. He plays a jewelry store... He's a jewelry store he, clerk. He plays a jewelry store owner in the heart of uh, the New York Diamond District. And yeah. he's like just a greedy jew like where's my where's my diamonds <laughs> i love at the end he's just some crazy fucking jew <laughs> like, oh, yeah. that shit kills me dude and then no the, the, the last shot where he's just with this big grin with that big adam sandler grin i love it no i love that little scene in uh before the trailer ends where it's like are you really laughing at this yes <laughs> yes uh oh no 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 it wasn't that it's like you having a good time yes oh yeah something like that <laughs> oh, it looks so much fun it's fun to see Adam Sandler do dramatic stuff. I can't like I I've like and apparently it's worked. Like it, it was a big hit at TIFF when it was uh, when it premiered. There. It's the Safety Brothers, dude. The yeah. Safety Brothers are fucking they're, they're they're fucking awesome. Yeah. Like and like it's a consider the fact like they still make like short they still make their films like similar to like how they filmed like their short films. It's just really small crews. Like like I think Benny Safty does like the sound. Like I think like like Benny, he's like the one holding like the fucking boom mic, like listening in. That makes he sense. edit he edits the like like the movie. Uh he even stars in it. Well in good time, yeah. In good time at least. Um so. Yeah. Josh uh Josh he's like he he's like writing, directing, you know. And Benny's I, like more I wonder when on. that forty eight hours remake is supposed to come out, because they are making that with Gerard Carmichael. Oh, that's right. That's gonna be really fun. Do you think that's gonna be their their next project? I believe so. Same I, with how I feel like Robert Eggers is gonna make Nosferatu after Lighthouse. I, feel. I don't think he will. I think he will. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna do something else. Because I like it, it's interesting. It, I think I've seen this in a lot with a lot of directors, especially in this um, in in these past couple of years, where you have a really big project you're attached to, but you do one small little indie thing before you get onto that project. You know, kind of like how Trevorrow did before. Um, that's a bad example, obviously, but. Oh no, he did it after Jurassic World. Never mind. He, uh, uh, how other fi- indie filmmakers make like small little films before they go on to the big movies that they've done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, Eggers, Eggers has mentioned in interviews that he wants to do something on a grander scale. Yeah. But I don't think, but like he's mentioned before that he doesn't want to, uh, he doesn't want to, um, he doesn't want to like, uh, play into like those big, like properties. You get me? There's a really funny interview with, uh, it's him, William Defoe and Robert Pattinson. And then he's like, I, maybe, you know, after this, like, after this film, I, I could probably have more opportunities to do something on a grander scale. I wouldn't do something like Batman, but... And then Robert Pattinson's like, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> he's just mad at him. <laughs> like That's funny. Yeah, I don't know. And he, he's also mentioned in interviews that, like, just, like, you know, the the meetings with the studios just fell through. And, like, he, like it just wouldn't, you know, he just couldn't get it off the ground. I don't know. I feel like it will still bounce back. I don't know. I to be, to be honest, I'm more, inter- I'm more interested in him making, like... Imagine him making, like, a dark, epic fantasy. Look, yeah, it'd be great, but also, like, a Nosferatu remake would be really cool under his hands, too. Either way, I'm excited for what he does next. And, yeah, I'm really excited for what the uh, Safdies do next with uh, Uncut Gems, and I think probably 48 Hours, they still do that. But Uncut Gems, they, they were, like... Yeah. Uncut Gems was like a passion project for them. Like they've been trying to make this movie for like ten years. I remember, yeah. Like, I re- yeah, I hear about that. Like, bro, I, I, like, I was watching. Uh, I just been watching a bunch of like Safety Brothers interviews of like them back then when they released Daddy Long Legs. You ever heard of that? Oh, I heard of that movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they they were just talking about yeah we're like and like right now we're thinking about a uh, a movie set in the, the New York Diamond District about a, a jeweler, and like that movie that that video is like like five six years old. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. Movies, like, that's are, crazy. M- movies take a long time to make. Yeah. <laughs> um, last one. Oh, yeah. I have The Irishman on here. The, the official, Irishman. The full-length trailer for The Irishman. I like the first trailer better, to be honest. I kind of do, but I like this. I just, I, like, I, I just I, like the style, though, like the upbeat, like, you know. just Yeah, but I like how confident this movie looks in this Scorsese. new one. Yeah, but it, Scorsese has nothing to prove. But I'm saying, like, in terms of what movie this is actually going to be, and I think it's going to be more of a comedy than it is a drama. At least it feels like it from that trailer. And I'm very entertained either way. I just can't... I, I just never feel comfortable calling Scorsese movies comedies or anything, you know? It's they're just, comedic. It's, they're, they are, but... What about not, Wolf of Wall Street? That's not a comedy, dude. Yeah, it is a comedy. I what are you know. talking about? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I can't... Because, like... It's just the thing is, it's like with, like, Scorsese or, like, Tarantino. Their style is so, like, apparent and, like... Their style, their style is so fleshed out where the comedy is just part of it. It's it's not like the entire thing, you know. Yeah, but I feel like some of their movies can be shown as one more thing than the other. You know, like Django is more of an action than uh, like than a drama. Uh, and yeah, in the case of Wolf of Wall Street, that's more of a comedy than it is a drama. I don't know. I I, and then I just, you look at something like Silence, which is a straight up drama. Yeah. And there's nothing gangster about I just, Christians I know, I, being tortured in Japan. I, I just, I just, I don't see his. I just don't see their movies as comedies. I can't call it a comedy and be comfortable with it. You know, yeah. I think it's fine to call it a comedy. No, but I can't. Like, 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 I, no, I, 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 like I just don't see Scorsese movies as that, or I, yeah, or like fine. Tarantino movies, or like you know. I kind of understand it, but it's fine. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm really excited by how this is. It looks like Joe Pesci is just back in Joe Pesci mode. And I'm so happy to see Joe Pesci back in anything. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. It, apparently, from what I've been hearing, because this premiered at the New York Film Festival a couple of days ago, and just, there's been so much praise for Pesci and De Niro, but the real stand, uh, the real standout, <clears throat> uh, excuse me, the real standout of this movie apparently has been uh, Al Pacino playing Jimmy Hoffa. Did you just where say he's that? like, no, no? Didn't you say uh, Pacino, uh, 
Pe- uh, Pesci and oh, De Niro. Oh, I, I heard. I when you said them together, I heard like Pacino. Oh, okay. you get me? Like yeah. Italian yeah. words. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Pesci and De Niro. I've heard they're pretty good, but like I've heard Jimmy Hoffa. Real, yeah, I've heard the real standout is Al Pacino, and that's so. It looks so exciting because it looks like, especially in the trailer, where it's just it's just hothead Al Pacino looking mad as fuck at everything it's just crazy i'm that so excited it's just crazy that this is the first al pacino scorsese movie yeah like ever after so long ever like they're already fucking old man you should have got him at his prime yeah i'm really excited apparently the movie that this has been being compared to at least with like recent movies is once upon a time in hollywood because it's somewhat very reflective upon scorsese's work mm-hmm. as a whole and especially with gangster movies i heard it's an old man movie that's what i've heard too yeah but like it's it's in the sense of like it's a movie about reflecting on your life and mortality, and what you look back on in your life and what you're like, what what really matters, in the grand scheme of things. Apparently, mm-hmm. that's what I've been reading about. So yeah, it looks fantastic. I mean, like I have nothing else to say about it. Literally, everything I said about the Irishman is oh I do have the something to say about looks it. a little bit better. <laughs> a little bit <laughs> he looks like shit man like there, there's some shit like when he's get obviously when he gets older like like when, when he's like closer to like you really really young De Niro doesn't look great oh my god that looks terrible that it looks like look that looks it looks like, like LA Noir. yeah <laughs> <laughs> press X to become the Irishman yeah yeah no that <laughs> looks really bad tweet but um like the 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 scenes where it's just like you know, where they de-age him like 20 years you know looks pretty good like le- like little less wrinkles you know yeah looks good looks good you know who worked on this, right? ILM. They're the people behind the visual effects of this movie. ILM did... Um, ILM did... Lucasfilm? Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I was like, ILM, what the fuck are you talking about? Industrial Light of Magic. Yeah, yeah. okay. I'm sorry. Every Marvel movie. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. I mean, fuck. I don't know, man. I'm still like, uh, like, I'm still not like sold on the the whole de aging thing. I think it's gonna. Apparently, it works from what I've been reading. That's good. Yeah, that's good. And it, I, I don't think they'll probably delve into it as much when you have a three and a half hour long uh, runtime. I think they would though. <laughs> that seems like the perfect opportunity to like just like really go in on those scenes. Yeah. I mean, I assume that's why it's so long because they're they're just like looking at like long periods of his life. Apparently, you know? yeah, it's like a bookend. Yeah, with like him at very very old age. Yeah, De Niro at really really old age, just looking back in his so life. Once, it's once upon a time in America. It's basically what it is. Yeah, exactly. yeah, literally, it it's really old is. old man De Niro just looking back at his yeah. life. I'm I'm very except that excited. movie's like like nonlinear. I'm very like very excited with this. Yeah. Speaking of Jimmy Hoffa, you know, there's a Jimmy Hoffa biopic starring Jack Nicholson, directed by Danny DeVito. Yeah. Yeah, have you seen it? I haven't seen it. I've seen parts of it. It's, it's not good? bad. Yeah, I didn't. You know, know what else Danny DeVito directed? Matilda. Yeah, you didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's crazy. You ever heard the story behind uh, some of those behind the scenes stories of Matilda, mm. where Danny DeVito would take care of um, of the girl playing Matilda because his uh, her mom had cancer, and they showed her. I think they showed her like a rough cut of the movie or something like that. Before she died or something like that. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, I, I've I've heard very sweet things about Danny DeVito in in the filming of Matilda. <laughs> I, I really like Matilda though. It's a really nice movie. That's a that's a that's a. That's it's a, a rolled doll book. It's a class. It's a classic. Uh, it's like a classic like childhood film, you know. Yeah, especially one from the nineties in yeah. that Home Alone age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's it for trailers. Uh, we're almost two hours in. Hoffa. <laughs> finally, Hoffa. we're in, in the news. Yeah, it's just <laughs> called Hoffa.
His makeup is weird. J- uh, what, Jack Nicholson's makeup? That's weird. Yeah, I know. He looks more like Jimmy Hoffa, though, than Al Pacino does. <laughs> he kind of looks like John. <laughs> Put up that pic- uh, poster again. He kind of looks like Danny DeVito, but just taller. They just kind of look the same. <laughs> I always thought that. They look like Danny DeVito and Jack Nicholson looked like. Did you see Always Sunny? Huh? Did you start uh, Always Sunny this season? Nope. Oh, God. There's a really funny bit with uh, with uh, him and Charlie about like about like Airbnbs because they put their apartment as an Airbnb <laughs> and <laughs> they're trying to get it, it, it's basically a romantic comedy episode. They're trying to get these hot Yugoslavian uh, girls into their bed so they could have like orgies with them. But they end up getting these two Austrian uh, an Austrian old man and his son who uh, plays he, he plays some sort of instrument and he loves um, sausages. It's so funny. I don't. It, it, it's so funny. I love it. Like Sunny's just as weird and great as it, as it's been before. One day I'm just gonna completely binge all of It's Always Sunny. It's a great time, and it's gonna be. You're gonna really love how disturbing these characters can end up being, especially Dennis. Dennis is the psychopath. Yeah, he's just like yeah, and I know he's, just, he's a just genuine psychopath. Yeah, but that that's always been hinted at. Like like literally like you watch the, hinted at you watch it the first season of hinted at. Yeah, you're right. They make a making a murderer episode based on Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, but it's like slowly like it got worse. <laughs> like, it's really worse and very direct. You ever seen the cruise episode where they go so. on a cruise? It's a two parter. Matt kind of finds out he's gay. And he's also like, okay, yeah. Matt kind of finds out he's gay, and then Dennis is trying to hook up with some hot young girls in the cruise, and he doesn't realize that they're underage. (laughs) And it just leads to this disgusting, weird ass scene outside of one of the cruise bathrooms where he's just like slowly inching his way (laughs) towards the girl. (laughs) It's fucking horrible. God, he's so weird, man. And then he became a dad. I love how edgy that show is. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. And like, it's it, it's like never drops quality too. Yeah, you know it's a really good um, pastime watching mm-hmm. out of context always sunny videos. There's there was one that I love so much where it's like, what's up with you and out of context? Out of Twitter context, accounts? out of context Twitter accounts are great. We but talked like, about this. Like, we talked about this yesterday. Yeah. Where I think I think he should make a. Uh, uh, Twin Peaks out of context. No, Twitter we'll we'll leave that for out later. of context Twitter. Peaks. We'll leave that for later. But um. But there, there was this one video I remember watching where it's just like, at one second from every single episode of Always Sunny, seasons one through 10 or something like that, or seasons one through 11. And the last one ends with, uh, <laughs> it's just all this weird, wacky shit. And the last one, it, the video ends with Dennis just going, fuck this. I'm going to be a dad. And he just walks away. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> all right. Now we can get into the news. Uh, yeah. Last time we were here, we talked about how the Sony divorce, Sony Marvel divorce happened. And hey, almost a month later, <laughs> who's back in the MCU? Back again. Back again. Yeah. Spidey's back. Um, th- 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 web. I mean, like, they're just fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> like uh, that whole deal was a dumbass deal from the beginning. Like, fucking I mean, that whole breakup, at least. You have to admit, though, fucking Disney's stupid. Like, how are you going to ask for just fucking straight up 50%? Yeah. Uh, like, do you really, like... Look, if and what they decided on, ultimately, a quarter of the... Okay, so the official contract is, yes, Tom Holland's back for the for two more MCU addings. A sequel to Far From Home that comes out in 2021, I believe in July. Mm-hmm. And another 
MCU movie that's undisclosed at the moment. Basically, his initial contract um, again that yeah that when the the divorce even started when he was like yeah Tom Holland still signed on for two Spider Man movies. Now it's a Spider Man sequel and another MCU movie that might probably just be a Spider Man sequel or he'll probably I've heard rumors that he'll show up in Fantastic Four, which honestly that sounds really cool and it makes a lot of sense. That's for the best. It. That would be for the best. <laughs> that is yeah. for the best. Or probably New Avengers or something. I don't know, but. Because they could obviously renew these contracts as they go on, but it's like what the, what did you what did you really think you were gonna do without what what was so what did Sony think they were gonna do and what did Marvel think they were gonna do exactly you know like it's not like they were actually going to like wait for this whole thing they were obviously going to renegotiate that's why this whole deal was so public and abruptious according to sources uh, Tom Holland was a ba- was a major factor into yeah the there was like this there was like this one last minute appeal that Holland had that no he sent a bunch like, of appeals to both Sony and Marvel yeah to like put them back together. You know, and you he know, like leveraged his cloud. Yeah, keep mom and dad from fighting. Yeah, so he could just go to Disney World. I mean, hey, if I'm Tom Holland, you know, no, yeah, it definitely like, makes like, a lot of sense. It, it, it's crazy how like people like Tom Holland, like Robert Downey Jr. is like, yeah, this is a big company, but I'm bigger. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, exactly. It, it, it's totally true because it's he's the face of Spider-Man for this whole he's generation. A, well, no, he's the face of MC of the of the MCU and, now. And he is kind of the face of the MCU as far as as far from home is concerned with it. You I mean, know? technically, yeah, like, cause no more, no more Cap, no more Iron Man. Well, as we know, yeah, as we know. Well, I mean, we have Anthony Mackie, but I don't think we're gonna push as the him face into of it. No, I mean, like, as the face of MCU. Of yeah, MCU. I don't think that will happen. I don't think the. I, I don't know if they will actually push that. No, they, and they, they might. Never. They, they're definitely not gonna go forward with more Hemsworth Thor unless Hemsworth really wants to stay around. I mean, supposedly Thor: Love and Thunder is not even gonna be like a, a Hemsworth centered movie. Apparently, he's gonna be if anything a supporting character. I mean, it makes sense if you have James Foster's Thor. Yeah. It's exactly what they did in the comics. Mm. But um, back to the Spider-Man deal. Yeah, it's those two movies, and Disney will produce and take a box co-finance. office share. Co-finance. Oh, yeah, that's right. They will co-finance and take a uh, box office share of 25% mm-hmm. for the film. Including uh, part merchandising. No, they own all the merchandising. Oh, they sorry. Yeah, Disney sorry, owned all the merchandising bad, yeah, from yeah. that initial yeah, deal yeah, back yeah. in 2013. 13? Yeah, they owned all... Yeah, sorry. I, yeah, I confused it in my head. I meant... I, I, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah. Originally, the deal was uh, uh, Disney gets 5% plus all marketing. I mean, plus all merchandising. It was like a first uh, first stake in the box off the deal mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, 25... Uh, 25, 45, totally fine. No, 25, 75. What am I saying? Sorry. That's a pretty... Yeah. I, but Disney, Sony still keeps... Sony still gets to keep the only thing that keeps them living... And Disney, Disney Disney is able to still make money off of it. I mean, Disney should be happy that they that they have that deal because that's a pretty fucking solid. I like, I think both should be happy, honestly, because you don't want to spot you don't want bad to- you don't want bad press. Sony doesn't need bad press okay. when you have a, like if you have them trying to take this character, if you're trying to push a narrative of them taking this character and putting him into all their other projects, which is also something that they're heavily implying as well with Kevin Feige saying that Spider Man is a character that could leap franchises. Into uh, cinematic universes, leap he across. Can. Yeah, and he and he literally can. And I guess what he means by that is he's probably going to show up in Venom too. I doubt he'll show up in Morbius. He probably might show up in a Spider. I'm telling Verse you, movie. bro. I'm telling you, there's definitely. Like, they probably might make an untitled. Uh, I mean, a live action Spider Verse. They movie. talked about it. They talked about Sony, like Sony, Sony Verse, and like MCU connections. That's they, definitely something that can happen. No, I, they definitely talked about it. Yeah, hundred percent. They talked about it, and and I, I think like I think like a part of this deal is to include. Include a lot, um, a lot of aspects of the, uh, a lot of elements of the Sony verse into the MCU, including yeah. Venom. 
I don't know, man. I, I honestly, dude, I, I I don't know if I would like like you know a, a Tom Hardy Eddie Brock in the MCU. I kind of would. Yeah, I know you would because I really like Tom Hardy. <laughs> you haven't seen Venom, have you? I haven't, but like I don't know. I just don't. I I, I don't imagine like his Eddie Brock with his Tom Hot with, with like his Peter Parker. You know? I don't know. Maybe I've been reading Absolute Carnage, and that's a really really good Venom uh, Spidey story. And I really love the chemistry that they have there. Obviously, it's a very seasonal relationship because it's a story that's built off like twenty years of comics. But you know, like I I think there's potential to make a relationship out of that. You know? I don't know. Yeah. Do you think they'll bring... I don't know, like... They could be it, bros, like, dude. Yeah. They could be bros. They, they could do ever, a lot. They could do a lot. Did we, ever, did we ever talk about that? That what? they filmed the Tom Holland cameo for Venom? Yeah. And nobody knew? Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Yeah. God. It's it, crazy. It's insane to me that they, they managed to get away with that and nobody knew about it. Now, Woody Harrelson in the MCU. That'd be fun. <laughs> It'd be carnage, dude. Ronald McDonald's gonna run him up. Oh, Cletus Cassidy, I mean. There's gonna be carnage. <laughs> so fucking, I'm so happy. So stupid. <laughs> it's gonna look so fun. So yeah, Spidey's back! Hurrah! Uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm happy with it. Yeah, but like, to be honest, I would have preferred a reboot. The thing, I'm not even joking. No, I'm totally fine. Look, I'm fine. Iron Man Junior is fucking stupid, dude. It. I'm sorry. They're not even gonna do Iron Man Junior though. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, now they can't. They, well, I mean, not really in this. <laughs> yeah, in like, this deal. Now, if anything, they're all fucking like really, really fragile. Like I see. I'm know, just like, saying. No, but I'm saying like the ending of Far From Home kind of cemented that. Yeah, you could try to be Iron Man Junior, but no, nobody, everybody knows who you are. Also, if that's the case, then yeah, that's fine. But. Also, I want to point out two things in 2021. 2021 is going to be the first year where we'll have four Marvel movies come out in the row. Yeah. So, by the way, superhero fatigue might feel like that, even though they're going to be good. Probably. Still. Either way, Batman 2021. Well, no, I'm saying like, what are, we t- what are you talking about? Batman oh, yeah, that's right. It does, does come out. That's a good, that's, I think that's a pretty good segue, but yeah. keep talking. Um, <laughs> 2021 is also going to be the year where the Netflix rights are go reverted back to Disney. And I'm telling you right who now. Ne- okay, no, 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 no. Who, 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 what characters are in Netflix role? Uh, Daredevil, mainly. Who? Daredevil. <laughs> Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, and The Punisher. I'm telling you right now, I need, if they're going to continue the storyline of shitty Peter Parker down to be the Matt shitty Murdoch. look, it has to be Mac Murdock defending him in a court of law. It needs to be. I want it. I want that. Look, I could see the trailer right now. Last minute sting. I see like a little cane hitting the sides as a guy is walking up to the stand. Matt Murdock, attorney at law. Shut up, kid. And the trailer ends. And he has a and he has a and like he has like his red suit. Like, he's, like <laughs> you know what oh, I'm fuck. talking about? Oh no! Like, I th- like the the red tie. Oh okay. No. I thought you were talking about his costume, and he's like. Oh no no no! Oh fuck! <laughs> no, like the, the red daredevil tie. Remember in the yeah. comics when they all found out he was daredevil? Yeah, and he just fuck, he just fucked with it. He's it like, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Oh, the one that says I'm not daredevil. Yeah. Oh no, no, no I no. am daredevil. No, the suit, the suit. Oh no, yeah, but you yeah. ever seen that? You ever seen that Christmas sweater? Yeah. And he walks around. And he's like, I'm totally not daredevil. Do you remember that? Pic- <laughs> do you remember that picture of Punisher? Um, holding Spider Man in Civil War. No, no, the the T shirt. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not daredevil. Oh yeah. And uh, did you ever see the picture? I no, I've sent it to you of John Bernthal with that same with that same shirt. <laughs> it's so remember funny. That? Yeah. I'm. I. I really want that to happen. At least look. If if not. For a supporting role, at least a cameo. Just to know that he's there. But hey. Just to know that he's getting love. But hey. 2021. Yeah. The Batman. We get Spider-Man. And we get what? What did you say, Earl? We get, we get a new Commissioner Gordon. Gordon. How, how are they going to explain Gordon, this? Gordon, directed by Matt Reeves. Yeah. 
Jeffrey Wright has officially been casted as James Gordon, and Jonah Hill is in talks for a villain, for a role. villain, a villain role. Yeah, in Matt Reeves' Batman. It's yes. and so far it's looking it's gonna be between Penguin and the Riddler. My money's on Penguin. That's like the obvious you know. choice, but like I wish Andy Serkis wasn't doing Venom too, so he can so he can be the Penguin. You know? Yeah, I get that. Because that's, that, that's like the perfect that's like the perfect Penguin. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Or Philip Seymour Hoffman. That was all that was always yeah, I in know, circulation, man, that, but you know. Yeah. Obviously we can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm look, I'm happy for these two. That's awesome. Yeah. Jonah Hill's yeah. great. And like Jeffrey after Wright watching is fucking awesome. War Dogs and how great he was in War Dogs, yeah. dude. And Jeffrey Wright as Gordon's. Oh, that's great. perfect. No, no, that's that's perfect. But that's, that's the thing. If I must if I'm to assume we're still in this universe, in no, this DC are. universe. But the, the, I don't understand. How the fuck are we going to explain? Look, I'm just saying, assuming we are, how the fuck are we going to explain how J.K. Simmons is Gordon and yet Jeffrey Wright, who does not look like J.K. Simmons at all, hey, is hey. also Gordon? Hey, 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 look, look, look. Unless they just titled this movie as Batman the Long Halloween and hey, it's hey, an Elseworlds movie. Hey, look, remember, uh, the Burton Batman films were in the same universe as the Schumacher films and Billy D. Williams played Two-Face in the Burton movies. And what do we get? Tommy Lee Jones in the Schumacher movies. Oh, shit. That's a terrible comparison. Oh, I know. my God. You're right. Remember that? Holy shit. Did you forget Billy D. Williams was, was, was Dent? How fucking racist that shit is. Right? Oh, my God. Right? They literally said, fuck Billy D. Williams. I forget about made, this. Billy D. Williams would have made a fucking great Two-Face. No, I yeah. just say that. He would have made a fucking Remember, great Remember, he did get to play him, though. Yeah. In Lego Batman. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's he right. He did get to play him in Lego Batman. And, like... And like you know, like it, it, it's like I think it's gonna be like one of those like it could either go this is just a complete different universe or it could be like hey we're ignoring Justice League. <laughs> just J.K. Justice League. Simmons is fat and black now. <laughs> <laughs> you know how fucking weird that sounds. Take the inverse of that. Billy D. Williams is now a grumpy old white dude. <sighs> Fuck! Who wears cheetah print? Huh? Who wears cheetah print? Oh my god! And has like dude. half of his face, half of his face painted purple. That's a horrible casting decision. Looking back, either way, Tommy Lee Jones is Harvey Dent. Yeah, yeah, genuinely. He's like, a fucking. Ugly, he's a mean old man. Why are you gonna have a mean ass old man as Two Face? Yeah, most weird ass dude. It's like, alongside no, Jim Carrey. No, not even like Harvey Dent is supposed to be like a like a like dashing like you know respected man. Like he he's not just a fucking like he's not Tommy Lee Jones. Not to say Tommy Lee Jones isn't, isn't like a respected man or Look, anything. I'm, I'm just saying. I like saw you said, no, like you said, yeah. Tommy Lee Jones just comes off as just a grumpy old dude. Uh, exactly. Like I saw Ad Astra. They played him in exactly in that type. He's just a sad, crotchety old man who doesn't yeah. give a fuck about anything. And he makes Brad Pitt cry. <laughs> Anywhere yeah. different. Yeah. Oh my God. In Batman man. Forever. I still, I, I, yeah, as much shit as like Batman and Robin and Batman Forever get, I like, I, I like Batman Forever. I just kind of want to know if they like if they have the balls to even do like a throwaway line. Hey, you look different, Jim. <laughs> it's just it's Jeffrey Wright. Oh yeah, Jeffrey Wright. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, you too. Yeah, you too, Robert Pattinson. Exactly. <laughs> oh, we both man. got recasted. <laughs> I know. Oh my god, man! It's a college humor sketch. Yeah, literally, it's a college course. humor sketch. That's that's a good that's a good like pairing though. Patterson, no, it's a fantastic and pairing. Ryan. It's just I'm trying to think: is it still in the same universe that I've been following for the last couple of years? They did. Or are uh, we just gonna ignore it completely? They did Hispanic or or black Commissioner Gordon in Lego Batman. Yeah, remember the movie? 
Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, because um, Rosario Dawson plays Barbara. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's obviously not white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's like something like that. Yeah. To be a hey, fuck it, like if you have a problem with this, fuck you. Like you've never seen Jeffrey Wright in anything, so you can't. No, say. no I'm just saying. I, no, no, not you. I no, mean, in I general. Know, I yeah, know. yeah. I'm just saying. Jeff, look, Jeffrey Wright, fantastic it's, actor, it's, it's fantastic a choice. It's just going to be so weird if this is still in the same universe, and I'm supposed to figure out how this is supposed to be the same character what, that I saw from Justice League. You could ignore it, or we could just not give a fuck, which is fine. Which is ignoring it. Yeah, ignoring it is not giving a fuck. Yeah, so we can ignore it, or the, it could just be a different universe. Yeah, either way, fucking, I I can't be more excited for the Batman, especially like with the possibility of like Jonah Hill being it. I've been saying for years that I I always wanted Jonah Hill as uh, Jimmy Olsen. He oh, would, yeah, he, definitely. Like imagine him. Ima- imagine like J- uh, Jonah Hill's Jimmy Olsen with like Henry Cavill's uh, Superman. I mean, we did get Jimmy Olsen, remember? Yeah, but he was a f- wasn't he like a, like a war? <laughs> wasn't he like a like a a, um, uh, a war reporter or? He was or like a, an, a, yeah, uh, he's or the FBI guy. He's the guy. He yes, he's the guy with Lois, who's an informant who gets shot. What was the, the point of, of that? Dawn of Justice. What was, why? But why make him like Jimmy Olsen? I don't know, man. I like some and Zack then, like, Snyder films, but Zack Snyder's a fucking weirdo, too. And, like, and like, do you remember, like, before Man of Steel? Like, oh, it's Jenny Olsen. That one girl that, like, last minute they changed her oh name. Oh, my God, that's right. Supposedly it was supposed to be Jenny, it was supposed to be Jenny Olsen, and they were going to do a, a gender swap. And then I guess there was, like, backlash, and they were like, no, it's not. It's not. Yeah, we covered her in a bunch of rubble. <laughs> well, she, still, she was still alive, but still... She didn't even come back for the sequel. <laughs> neither did uh, neither did uh. Lawrence Fishburne was back. No, not Lawrence Fishburne. Um, uh, what's his name? Who plays Who plays Doug? Oh, in Stamper. House of Cards. Yes. No, I think Stamper was back for a second for BVS. I think so. Really, I don't I th- remember. That. I think so. If not that, then Justice League. I think. No, I don't think. so. I don't know. Yeah, that is a weird. That is a weird thing. I look back on. I forget that Doug. Uh, that Doug Stamper from House of Cards was in uh, Man of Steel. Yeah, and also in Unbreakable. He was also in Super a uh, Supernatural. He was also in The Sopranos. Oh, really? He's in The Sopranos. God, I can't remember. He played. Do you remember Agent Harris, the one FBI agent that like that was friends with Tony? <sighs> Fuck. His uh his friends. Yeah. Like his partner, because remember he goes into like uh, terrorism. Yeah. And yeah, his partner. God, I forgot about. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's him. When I saw him, I'm like, whoa. Did like, you know he was the doctor in Unbreakable? That t- tells Bruce Willis he's the only person alive. Yeah, I did, I did, I did. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did after rewatching Unbreakable, like leading up to Glass. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all well and dandy. I'm and, very excited for the Batman. And then yeah, Jonah Hill maybe being Riddler Penguin. That's that's honestly, great. I want a whole wild card pick with this. I'd be happy Imagine with the two. Polka Dot Man. No, I mean or Pokemon, like Calendar Man. Pokemon, that's exactly what I was about yeah, to say. Yeah, Calendar Man. Make him Calendar Man. Imagine Calendar Man. No, fuck, dude. What if he's the Mad Hatter? That oh fuck dude! Oh, yeah! Easter dude holy shit they were so getting night we're so getting long Halloween yes I'm so ready I think I think that's like the general like consensus like with everyone even though Matt Reeves is really trying not to say it yeah dude yeah like no um I I, I know there there was like a a report that um that right now as of now that this is just gonna be a trilogy but it's the uh, eh. It has the option of branching out to, towards something else. Also, apparently, in this Matt Reeves Batman, somewhere along the line, not this, I'm not saying this movie or somewhere, Dick, Dick Grayson. Yeah, yeah, I heard Dick Grayson is going to show up. I also heard they're probably looking at a person of color for Catwoman. Yeah. Even I, though I would say Anna de Armas. Yes. <laughs> I, if not, yeah, Anna de Armas. 
Which technically kind of counts because she is a Hispanic. My 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 Kuana my my Kuana GF. We need a Cuban Sopranos. Huh? We need Cuban genre television. Yeah, I'm writing. I'm writing. I'll get there. Hey, yeah, like, I, I'll, I'll I'll do it. No, genuinely, I'm like I'm like I really want to make a story about uh, like Cuban machismo. I don't know. Miami. I don't know so much about Cuban machismo. No, no, yeah, that's is just Cubans living their life and. No, no, no. This is what I want. No, this is what I want to write. Like I'm telling you, like I I want to make a story about Cuban machismo mm. and set set in like Winwood. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like a Kendall love story would be very interesting. Plus you, that's not the story I want to make. <laughs> the Kendall love story. Um, but yeah, the Batman. Yeah. Speaking of love stories, there's I don't know how to transition into this. Yeah, Kevin Feige, Star Star Wars. What the fuck? <laughs> Why? So Kevin Feige is producing a Star Wars movie. Why? Look, I okay. There's I, stability I, there. There's huh? stabi- I I agree. There's stability there. I think that's a, that, that's a man with a with a record, you know. Yes, the man with a record. It's a man who is a very big Star Wars fan, and I really respect it. I respect the work that he's done in the past. There, it, and he's I, beloved by the community. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, like, I hope this doesn't turn into a thing that could eventually lead him into leading Lucasfilm or replacing Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, because there are rumors that he's leaving Marvel out there or somewhere down the line he's going to be leaving it sometime soon I'm pretty sure he will god he created an empire yeah and only to go to another empire only to go to a, literally another empire it, <laughs> look it sounds cool <laughs> but I'm just fine with him producing these movies I don't want him to have any sort of big leadership in the charge of Lucan's film because I think what Kathleen De- Kennedy's done recently with some exceptions I don't really like Solo obviously I think they've been doing a great job either way. Yeah. I don't honest. want Kathleen Kennedy to get her, her to think shit rocked. To think we're like I don't want Lucas I don't want the foundation of what Lucasfilm has been doing so far right now to get fucked up. Do you think uh, or to get like changed dramatically? Do you think we're in the minority when we say like we like the direction Star Wars going? Star Wars has been on I don't think so. Are we in the minority? I don't think so. I think it's just because of the hate. Because, uh, like, you hate Solo, but we both fucking love The Last Jedi. That's the thing. It's just the hate behind Last Jedi feels so loud and vocal that it feels like that. You know, but come come like in a couple weeks or come next month, we're going to get a trailer for Rise of Skywalker and everybody's going to be still super, super hyped. Yeah. You know, because it's a Star Wars movie at the end of the day. Mm. I, I really hope that they stick the landing with nine. Like, I think it all depends on nine. Also, I'm sorry. If wait. nine does not end up being like a wide mass commercial success that it needs to be, I can, I'm really worried about what they'll what will happen to Kathleen Kennedy or what will happen with oh the yeah, direction no, that, of Lucasfilm going Oh, yeah, forward. no, definitely. That's, that's going to be that's at gonna least shake in the up fe- things. And at least in the feature film aspect of things. Yeah, it, see, it seems like Disney Plus has been... It, it, I, I feel they have a lot of hope in the Mandalorian. Yeah, no, like the the television stuff, I'm not worried about because that's just that's its own separate thing. So good. That's Dave Filoni. That's his own. You know, that's 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 a whole different. Yeah, we're thing. we're we're 100 on board with that. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm just very worried about where the films can go from here. I'm happy that Kevin Feige is going to be able to produce a movie. A there's Star still Wars movie. Look, there's still reports that that dis, that they believe in Ryan Johnson's movie. Like they like they they really want to get Ryan Johnson's movie out there. I I'm just I just need to see what they're going to do. Yeah, because you know, it, it and like, there's also reports. Sorry that like the the Benioff and Weiss thing is just going to be one movie. I have like, no we, idea. But we talked about there, that. There's been fluctuating reports about yeah. that. We are, we just have to wait and see. About where that. where after? Well, I, yeah, I heard something along the lines of that like. It's not. It's no longer just. It's no longer going to be like a series. It's going to be like one movie, and then they figure it out from there. Yeah. Now let me let me get to the thing. Let me get to the other reason why I'm kind of worried about this. I love Kevin Feige. I love his work. I've loved the MCU. I am still worried about the fact of a movie of a Star Wars movie acting like a Marvel movie. Yeah. 
where it just leads into the next and it just feels like episodic like I, I, I'm sure they're never gonna which do which is technically Star Wars but yes yeah, but, but I'm but saying like I don't want a Marvel movie that's reskinned into a Star, Star Wars, Wars movie yeah I would be fine with MCU actors going into this into a Star Wars movie I would be fine with all this sort of other stuff I'm just I don't want something that's familiar I would want something that's different yeah you know and I feel like hiring somebody like Kevin Feige onto a Star Wars project feels like it's a familiar choice go the John Favreau route and like and like just, like get get. I would a, want something to be different. Get a director with with a very specific vision. Yeah, and that's that's why that's why I I I feel like they they really want Ryan Johnson to make these movies. I feel like I feel yeah. like Ryan Johnson's definitely is, is definitely if he does end up making these movies, which I think he will. I think he he's gonna give a very different spin on Star Wars when he eventually yeah. gets his full just his full grasp on it you know i'm just really curious to see where this is gonna this is gonna go and i think we'll find out de- we're definitely gonna find out more once nine comes out mm. Legend, also yeah. also um i i'm betting he's producing kotor though i'm uh, I, I'm, plug- I'm putting my money yeah, on kotor yeah, yeah probably I- i'm plugging this in uh i should i should have mentioned this back in the batman news because it's dc news technically yeah not news but like there's rumblings that jj abrams wants in on dc and oh, he wants shit. we yeah. i didn't even i forgot to add that into the news yeah, yeah, yeah. he's he's he signed wants in on him DC. and bad robot have signed up to a partnership deal with warner media he wants he wants in on dc and he wants uh and he wants he wants to <laughs> he wants to get superman again <laughs> i'm so down i'm so down did you ever read flyby yeah but it's not like he's gonna read it's not like yeah, he's gonna I make know. flyby I, I know i know but like Flyby's not very good man. i'm just saying DC Abrams, that's some money in there, and that's some really. I interesting agree. Fun I mean, potential. like, no, you know, I love Abrams, but yeah. like, it's like, I don't know. That Superman flyby story is like, it's a little too out there. You get me to the point where it's like not even Superman anymore. The thing is, look, I'm I'm really really excited about that, and I'm happy he took that deal over the. I think it was Apple, which was offering more money. Oh fuck yeah! Because it's just like, I I think it was some sort of creative control or something like that that was going to limit his stuff. I'm totally fine. Oh, or I think it was like a locked-in deal. Because that was the reason why Abrams was able to do uh, Force Awakens when he was still locked in with uh, in that Paramount deal. He, oh, it wasn't an exclusive contract. Wasn't he supposed... Didn't he, like... M- well, his work with Paramount wasn't an exclusive thing. It ended with... That's why he was able it? to... I No, I, I don't think so. I think it was with... Into Darkness? Maybe, or I think it was one of the other Mission Impossible movies. Regardless, like, it... It, it that I think that was the no, reason like why. Yeah, 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 like that's wh- he's gonna be working with Warner Brothers, but that doesn't mean he might do something for Disney or for uh, Sony or something like that as well. He he he's just time. set for a project. With yeah, Warner it's it's not a it's not a what's the term? It's not a exclusivity contract. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's not non exclusive. It, it it is a non exclusive, which is good. You know, I'm thinking he's handling DC though. Honestly, Lo- like big brain, I think is DC. Small brain, maybe something like Gremlins. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm saying, like, what what fucking weird niche stuff for, that Warner Brothers has that Abrams can exploit and make something a big. I mean, again? fuck it. I would I would have said he he would have been good for fucking uh, for um, for something like uh, like a New Gods. That would be really really you know? cool, actually. M- maybe maybe that's a little too obvious because like space. Yeah. But like but like I feel but like. But then again, Superman in space. Yeah, yeah. But but like <laughs> a- Abrams just has a very good sense of epicness. Yeah. You know, like he has a good sense of like scope and epicness, and like he he really he really get. Oh, we're free. he really gets it. Okay, like, yes, yeah. this is an obvious one, but like Green Lantern though. Yeah. That's a thing. That yeah. Can happen. Yeah. And fuck that. If it, if anything, that would fit him the best. But like, 
I wouldn't want that either because like fuck I would have I would love for him to like take on something like I don't know like maybe like a cyborg movie or like maybe like a I, I don't know I, but or like maybe like a fucking or just sleek dark or like you that'd know that'd be fun you know that'd be very fun think about it yeah think about it think about it call me later yeah Uh, okay we've been circling around this now let's get into this i have all the evidence i'm like charlie in that one episode of sunny where he's pointing at the conspiracy board it's happening again it is happening again it is happening again it's happening again the fucking rumors are circulating again they're percolating that Twin Peaks season four dude, is going to okay. happen. I texted Raul about something and I'm like, it is happening again. And then he he started going, he started saying some other thing because he thought I was, I was talking about something else. And then I'm like, no, dude, Twin Peaks. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking where? <laughs> As you can tell by that rep- by that um, depiction. We're big Twin Peaks fans. Yes. I have two. Especially th- me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a really big Twin Peaks fan. Fuck you. I, ha- I have two Twin Peaks tattoos. No, I know, but I got into it before you. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. Well, I told you about it. Well, no, Saul did. Back yeah, in like seventh grade. Yeah, so but fuck like, you. I told the you other more owl, about it. The yeah. other owl. Then I told you about it, and then you got into it. And then I we got watched, into. We watched the return every yeah, weekend, yeah, yeah. At, at my house in that summer, and that was one of the, the best ret- summers ever. Yeah, the return was definitely an experience. I'm so glad that that we like watched that. By the way, congrats on your blue rose tattoo. Oh th- yeah, it's I really got blue nice. rose tattoo. Yeah, I got blue rose tattoo with like red, uh, with red. Um, uh, you know, be, you know, be a really cool design, mm. just like a like a black outline of the girl's face. Who's uh, Lou or Cindy Lou or something like that? The girl with the blue rose with the oh weird little God. face. Oh my god! No, ill. <laughs> no, me. fuck that. It's like a good butt cheek tattoo. I, I mean, like Twin Peaks is one of those shows where like there's so many th- like iconic iconographies there. So like it's, it's a tattoo. Yeah. Like I was, I was also thinking, <laughs> just have Michael Anderson on your. No, arm. no. <laughs> okay, I, you can't. You guys can't see it, but. My tattoo is basically a blue rose, and it has like a ribbon where the vine is that says '98 with you know years born. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of like where the '98 is. I was thinking of putting like a little like like triangle or like a little coffee mug, or something. I, like I that. was thinking, I I well, I don't know if you want to copy Saul's thing, but Saul's thing would be cool, where it's just the mountains. Dumbass! I have that. Oh, that's, that's my right. matching tattoo with Saul. Oh, wow. It's the I didn't one on my that. knee. I didn't. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> it's the two mountains. I was saying it's specially on your chest. Oh, just no, like no, Saul's. No, that's no, why. No. But okay, yeah. Twin Peaks season four. <laughs> We're excited. That might actually be a thing. We're excited. Let me, let me, let me pick up this evidence right here. Okay. So, Michael. We start off, um, my, yes, Michael Horse, who yeah. plays Hawk on, the, on, on, uh, on Twin Peaks. He usually posts a lot of stuff about nature and owls and all that stuff. Just a lot of nature, nice little things on his Instagram account. Then randomly, he posted a picture of him and Andy, and Andy's telling him to shush. And he doesn't say anything else in the caption. And it's just that. Yep. Coinciding with Kyle McLaughlin posting a picture of himself, black and white, in a in a, an attire that kind of looks like something Cooper would wear, saying something along the lines of, Oh, today's, some, today's good and all, but with a big-ass ellipses in the middle. Thinking of, I was thinking of coffee today, and he puts a little coffee emoji in no, the end of it. No, uh, it's love this dapper suit, but definitely thinking about dot 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 donuts this morning. Oh, that was it. My bad. It was donuts. And then Cheryl Lee was supposed to come into a signing, and it was canceled because of some sort of filming in the next couple of weeks. David Lynch went on Twitter. After being off of Twitter for so long, he does this a lot, by the way. Yeah, well, he, yes, it's like true. He's, he's always on. He's always on and off on Twitter. Yes, but the thing is, it's so weird 
because he he randomly Lynch? Yeah, weird. weird. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Take that back. <laughs> he he I'm sorry. he puts out a tweet saying, "Oh, I love the lodge that we've had um, that we've had to use to shoot Twin Peaks." It's such a great place. Dear Twitter Mean- friends, I love yeah. the people in King County. I love the locations in King County. We had a perfect place to shoot Twin Peaks and perfect people to work with. Both du- both du- uh, Dow Constantine and Kate Becker are all great. All in all, it made shooting Twin Peaks there a dream. That's the thing. Great County also posts something about Twin Peaks. And then t- Great County gets his property closed for a couple of days because of filming. And, due to filming. And there's another thing. Um, there was also a We Got It Covered scoop that was also saying that Showtime was in negotiations with Lynch to make season four for 2020. I was going to mention the of the uh, deleted scenes. Do you know about this? Deleted scenes in what? The return? For I, the end. Oh, okay. Tell me. Okay. There are specific scenes in the script that were shot. Uh, is this a spoiler thing? Huh? Is this like, are we going uh, heavy no, spoiler? No, 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 Okay, no, no. okay. Um, I, I, well, I won't mention. Okay. There's specific things in the script that were shot or written or something, but they were cut by, at, at the end, and, and apparently they're being saved. That could probably be for the big box set that they have in a couple of weeks. Could be, but yeah. it, it, it's, it's particularly perti- pertaining to the end. And people are th- and like I there's discussions online. People are thinking, is Lynch saving this as a just a, a surprise drop season four premiere? Now here's the thing, humble listener, if you know how the return ended, it ended really fucking weird. Okay, no, okay, look, it, it, okay, it, I, I was just gonna mention that the ending of season two of, of Twin Peaks mm-hmm. was one of the most controversial endings in TV, television history. Same with this one. No, no, no. The, 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 sorry, the, uh, uh, the diamond-studded balls that, that David Lynch has to just go back to that story 25 years later, flesh out an entire fucking season to just say, fuck you again. And that's make basically, another cliffhanger. That's basically the ending of, of Twin Peaks. Season three. Season, well, Twin Peaks yeah. as we know it. Exactly. I'm, I think they're doing it. I think it's real. I think it's real too. And I, I kind of don't want it because I, I really just love the fucking dourness. Because the end is just so... When, I, when we first saw it, I, I felt like just I, a I've black void. I've never felt so mad. Like, I've mad, never felt so mad confused. and confused. And satisfied at the same time. Yeah, it was weirdly satisfying too. Because like there was discussions um, before, like during that era, that 2017 Twin Peaks era, where the episode before that, how many episodes were in season three? 24? 18. 18. 18. I'm tripping. I'm sorry. Um, then uh, ep- tw- Season two was 24. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Um, episode 17. Or 22, actually. Episode 17 was the end, uh, was like... The ending for the fans, and then episode eighteen was the it ending was the for real Lynch. Ending. <laughs> was the ending for Lynch? Like, and I would be cool if they just said fuck it and just left it there. But if they're gonna pick it up again, fuck it, do it. And now, if they're gonna pick it up again, I think God, you know what? There are a number I'm gonna of just go tomorrow and just get another two. Honestly, okay, tattoo. okay, okay, okay. It's funny that we mentioned this about season four because I could honestly see this just being a movie too. Yeah, a sequel to Firewalk with Me. 
fire walk with me. That's solid too. It would be so believable and it would make so much sense. And honestly, in the spent like looking back at the return, how long it took them to make the return, him and uh, Mark Frost, and considering all the people that we've lost, both in the production of filming season three and after, I think it makes much more sense to make it a movie. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not David Lynch. And I would never tell David Lynch what to do. Yeah. Because only David seen, Lynch can make David Lynch movies. Yeah, and don't even get me started on that deleted, uh, no, on that outtake where he just goes nuts for two minutes about a scene that they want him to cut because it's too late. No, yeah, no, yeah. No, hey, hey, if you have a problem with that, fuck you. That's film, all right? Yeah. That's, a, that's, a true, that's a true auteur. No, but I'm telling you, <laughs> David Lynch can only do that because he's David fucking Lynch. Yeah. And so if David Lynch wants to do a sequel to Firewalk With Me and make another Twin Peaks movie... He'll get it, goddammit. He'll either... He'll get it, definitely. Or if he wants to do another season at Showtime, he will definitely get it. He has... Showtime's hit it big with, with, with like, with, with uh, David Lynch. Oh, my. How, how do you think those discussions happen? Who do you think came to who? Do you the think Showtime is, was like, hey, please? Like, probably. You think? Probably. But or, the thing is, part of it, I feel, is also Lynch as well, because since he never said... This is the final season. Yeah, never. He's never clarified return. that this is just that this is one and done. That's it. It's just the return. And in interviews since he was, uh, he would he specifically mentions that he wants to continue working with these characters, especially the characters he leaves off in the end of this season. I it, it I October six. God, 20, David Lynch October and like David 6th. Chase are like have such fucking like ironclad balls to like end like these sh- their shows like this. October sixth was the anniversary. It marks the anniversary of like I the can't, premiere of like, Twin Peaks. Nope, of the announcement of Twin Peaks season. Oh three. yeah, October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the return. If we, it was announced in 2014, can you believe that? If we get an announcement on that day, or if we get an announcement anytime soon, I'm I'm gonna lose my shit. I'm gonna be so happy. I'm I'm look. Season three is fantastic. Well, we got f- we got no, no no we got four days we got four days left. If there's any chance, if there's any 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 if chance, if there's a god out there, please, <laughs> I I want it. I so want it. Not only because of the ending, but just because like I want I love Twin Peaks. Yes, dude, Twin Peaks is fantastic. It really is. It's one of the best shows ever in made. Yeah, I want more. It I is. would love more. If it, if the if Lynch wants to make more, and if there's a if there's a reason to make more, why the fuck not make more? But fuck Alan Taylor, though. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> this just leads back to yeah. just shows when, like, movies. No, no. Fuck Michael Anderson. Movie. All right? What do you Remember do? that. Wait, what, 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 what? Fuck Michael Anderson. What do you do? <laughs> this is David Lynch looking at the 25 years left, uh, uh, the 25 years since he ended that show. Thinking, oh, I wonder how I wonder how this little man's doing. This oh, little yeah. guy's doing. Oh, I'm gonna turn him into a tree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a fucking a, a tree with like black clouds and like. By the way, um, but he's the arm. Season three, shut up. And he goes like this. Season three has like horrible CGI, but it works. It, oh, so it, it works. It works so well. Cut his hand off. Yeah. <laughs> I love. I, I want to get. Uh, I want to get the return on Blu-ray. I have the return on Blu-ray. I also got you the the, the whole show on Blu-ray. Yeah, I know. Thank you. you fuck. Yeah. You have Firewalk with me. Yeah, it's, it's it has Firewalk with me inside yeah. it. Okay, okay. You know, it'd be really nice. I want. I was thinking about probably getting the Criterion. I don't think there's anything new in the Criterion that's for, not for, in, for that, in that box. For Firewalk with me. For Firewalk with me. Okay. Yeah. 
But uh, get it? What the fuck? No, but I don't think there's anything new in it. I'm just saying, like the packaging looks really, really nice. Just get it. I literally, I get, I get criterions for the packaging. Yeah, like I'm not even joking. Like I think I already have a movie. That's why. So uh, I don't know. So maybe. maybe I have two versions of Instagram. Uh, Instagram. I have <laughs> two. I have two versions of Inception. I'm so. I'm. I just. I want it, man. I want season four. Well, you well, know, what? You, you know, you know what I want. Peacock. That's the next story that yeah. we have. That's why. <laughs> you want a peacock? Yeah. <laughs> Twin peacock. <laughs> Twin peacock. God. Yeah, NBC's Universal's new streaming surface. It's called Peacock. It's actually kind of a cool name. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's good. It's a pretty it's cool good. name. It's solid. It I makes like a it. lot of sense yeah, when yeah. your logo's a peacock. Uh, it's the place where you get to watch Friends and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and... Uh, the Office exclusively because what's Netflix? I guess because I guess we have a I guess we have to have a fucking streaming war. But yeah, there's I I'm kind of excited about this not because of that not because of the Punky Brewster revival that's coming up. <laughs> Punky Brewster, <laughs> Punky Brewster. But there's a battle there's a Battlestar Galactica reboot coming from Sam Esmol, the creator of Ro- Mr. Robot, that was given its blessing from uh, Ron Moore, who made the last Battlestar Galactica series. I mean, don't get me wrong. And I that love sounds that. awesome. I love Sam Esmol, but like, I don't care about <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. I'm, you know? I mean, me too in a way, but I'm really excited to see that too. I, 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 I feel like I Especially feel like it's with one Mr. Of the, Robot coming back now. No, I, I feel like I, I feel like Battlestar Galactica is one of those shows that that if I th- that I can get into, you yeah. know, like I, I I I like like the idea of like s- like space military tactics, you know, that's really interesting to me. Taking that plus also the Last Jedi is kind of like a Battlestar Galactica episode. I have no idea because I've never seen Battlestar Galactica. I'm just really excited because I've, I'm, it's Sam Asmol. Because mo- most of Battlestar Galactica is just the guy, like people just planning in, in ships. Well, there's Cylons. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what those are. Yeah, me neither. I'm excited. It's another streaming service that I might have to pay for again. I just hope I, I, just hope I get to still watch Frasier on Netflix because I don't want to lose Frasier. You could take away Friends. I don't care. I don't care about Friends as long as I have Frasier. I never watched Frasier. I kind of like Frasier. Everyone tells me Frasier's great. Yeah, it's a weird ass. So I was watching Cheers right now. Oh, Cheers is fun. Yeah, Cheers is a fun little like light comedy there. What? What's Family Matters? Is that ABC? I felt like it was NBC too. I don't know. I saw Family Matters. I I grew. Up I saw it in Nick and Knight. Yeah, I, gr- I grew up with it. Family Matters. Uh, Nick and Knight. Because that's the thing. Like I remember like watching Fresh Prince. At Nick and Knight, but then I realized it was also, it was an NBC show, uh, NBC, NBC show, <laughs> NBC show, NBC show, back when NB- it was NBC the 90s. show, <laughs> NBC show. <laughs> Literally, I heard like three different. I, things. I heard it too. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh. no. Um, Peacock, but, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what's really really exciting though? Uh, Everybody's showing up for Crisis on Infinite Herbs, except Michael Rosenbaum and Henry Cavill. Oh yeah, but like, come on. Yeah, you know they're okay. A- apparently, they're talking to Nicolas Cage. Apparently, they're talking to Nicolas Cage for Superman. See, that's something I need in my life. I I'd be so excited. But yeah, 
everybody's basically back for Crisis on Infinite Earths. The girl who played Huntress in the Birds of Prey TV show that pl- on UPN from 2002 is showing up in this crossover. Did you ever watch the Birds of Prey TV show? I've seen some episodes. Me too. Yeah. My, I, aunt, my aunt has the complete series DVD. No, I don't I know. I watched some of those episodes. No, no, no. Want to know where I saw it? Where? I got the fu- I rented the DVD in fucking Blockbuster. Oh, that makes Back sense. Back then. That makes it so was much a, sense. It was the same day I rented out uh, the Terminator Sarah Connor, Sarah Connor Chronicles. That's a good show. It's a fucking underrated show. It's a very good show. Birds of Prey is not. But <laughs> hey, I'm very happy that Huntress is showing up for this. They are talking to Linda Carter to show up as Wonder Woman. And yeah, Tom Welling and um, oh my God, what's her name? Lois from Smallville. Yeah. Oh shit. Um, I can't remember right now. Um, I'm on it. I'm on it. Don't worry. I'm okay. On okay. It. But yes, Tom, um, Lois and Clark from Smallville are That's showing crazy. up as Lois and Clark. And I'm so fucking excited because they're Harrison actually. Mack. No, 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 not no, Allison no. Mack. No, sorry. It's not Kruk. Allison Mack. Kristen Crook. No, sorry. no. What are you talking about? No, That's not Lois. Fuck? Jesus Christ. I'm so sorry. Erica, uh, Erica, Erica Durant. Durant. There, there we go. go. Not Allison Mack. Not can Allison you, Mack. Can you imagine? Not Allison Mack. God, that'd be so fucking shit. <laughs> I mean, she's in jail, so like, <laughs> she's she? an actual. I, yeah, thought she's she was, pr- I thought that was still in trial. No, she's in prison. Give me one second. Okay. Okay. Yeah, was, Lo- Lois and Clark went on for a long time, dude. That uh, the Dean Clark, the the Dean King 93, show. Ninety three to ninety seven. That's also a big possibility. I'm wondering if they're actually going to do that because Dean Kane is on uh, Supergirl. And I think the girl as well. I I think uh, Lois is also on Supergirl. Terry Hatcher. As well. Terry Hatcher. Yeah, I think she was on it too. Hmm. Yeah, it'd be really nice to have them two uh, back together. Michael but Rosenbaum would have been the cherry on top because Michael Rosenbaum know, is the dude. best Lex Luthor. It, he he put out a statement for why he was doing why he declined. Wasn't it like they literally they literally paying him almost nothing and they have to know like right now? No, the the <laughs> thing is he was with his dad. Uh, his dad apparently his dad's not feeling so well. Mm-hmm. He was visiting his dad. His his agent came up to um contacted him and they said there's no script. Um, there's no script. They haven't they haven't told him what he's getting paid. Also, they need to find out right now. And yeah, said, yeah. No. yeah, yeah. Which, uh, it, it sucks, but like, I've heard really, really good things about John Cryer as Lex Luthor. No, he's great. I'm totally. All fine. the clips I've seen are great. Yeah, same, same. I haven't seen the show because I haven't been on Supergirl in a couple of years. But like, I'm, I'm very excited to see more of him, mm-hmm. and I would be very happy to see Michael Rosenbaum, you know, show up if he could. Man, I mean, there's still time. I'm pretty sure they could probably do a last minute thing. But that's the thing. I don't. It's, with, with CW, it's fast. Yeah, but that's the thing. I, you have all these big reunions showing up. I don't want them to just be like one and done. If you have either. Tom Welling, you know, might as well bring in. You have Tom Welling. You have Brandon Ralph. Yeah. Who's in the Kingdom Come uh, costume, which looks phenomenal. One of the it best, really good. One of the best superhero costumes I've seen. Although it's obvious like, padding, but still, it's really cool. It's fine, yeah. And the best part, the detail. There's little S's in the texture of the suits, and not even just that. You have the same little like cheap-looking '70s uh, Christopher Reeve belt, like the thick the with the thick belt buckle. The thick belt buckle. I think it's the same Superman from Superman Returns. Yeah, I, I think, think so, too. so. I, I think really it's like, think it is. I think it's like the canon. He just looks like Kingdom Come Superman yeah. because you know Kingdom old Superman Come. looks yeah. like that. Yeah, and it's been it's been fucking years since. <laughs> and it, oh my god, that's Superman Returns. You have those two. It's you been have thirteen ta- years since Superman Returns. Yeah, dude. dude. Fuck me, Jesus. How, uh, who would have thunk it? 
that <laughs> a sequel to Superman Returns will be on the CW on a five-night crossover, on a five-part crossover, because they're splitting it into next year. God, man, that's insane to me. I mean, if you're going this ambitious, you might as well, you know? Yeah. It, 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 I just hope... My biggest hope for this, at least, is that I want this to at least have them, you know, get their moments to shine and have them be oh, there definitely. for long, you this know? This is the grand return, When bro. you have fucking Tom Welling coming back yeah, I in think, a role I think that he enough, hasn't been in no, for, no, no. De- I, I, for almost a decade? I think not enough people are freaking out about that, to be honest. Oh, I, I, no, a lot of every, people are freaking out about that. Every, all the eyes are on fucking Brendan Ralph as Kingdom Come Superman, but, like, I, I haven't heard... I haven't seen people go fucking crazy over That's Tom Welling. That's because the moment you have Tom Welling, back Brendan in the Ralph, suit, and Tyler in a suit. No, in a suit. In all a suited suit, up together. Yeah. Um, in a promo picture, everyone's gonna lose their fucking minds. That's crazy. The Legion of Superman. I'm so. Oh my god! I'm so excited. It's crazy. God, man. I I I'm wondering who else they could add in at this point. Like Linda Cardin's definitely a possibility. <laughs> Kevin Conroy's in it. Kevin Conroy is in it. Mark Hamill probably might show up. Mark Hamill probably might voice Joker. He definitely would. He definitely would show up if oh, they yeah. offered him. He does anything. Maybe, <laughs> man, I'm pretty sure they're probably keeping that as a surprise. Probably. I mean, he was in The Flash. Yeah. So If they get the guy who played Shazam in the 70s TV show, if they get Justin Hartley as Arrow from Smallville into this crossover, can you imagine that shit? If you, if you get... Okay, you have Constantine. You have, you have all the CW people. You have the people from Smallville. You have the people from uh, basically the animated series. With Kevin Conroy and probably Mark Hamill. You have... Technically, you have somebody from the movies with Brandon Ralph. And then to add, bring it all back again. If they really are serious about talking to Nicolas Cage to show up as Superman. If not, at least for like two seconds. Bro, this is going to be probably one of the best crossovers they've like ever, ever that they've made. Done, yeah. No, I'm saying ever made. In the know. history of, like, crossovers. I don't know about that, man, because CW production value is still pretty, like, Doesn't shit. Doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, and 90s Flash. You know? Well, he's mean, already he, shown he's up. Already, he, I mean, he's already, like, an established character on yeah. Flash. And when he already, yeah, and, like, his version of Flash already showed up, yeah. I know, but I'm just so excited. Just seeing them all together, mm. you know? God, it's going to be so much fun. Do you think we'll get uh, Michael Keaton as Batman? I don't think so. No, we all Got watch. <laughs> watch watch bet bet <laughs> no I, I doubt we'll get any of the big movie stars although like we'll get we'll probably get somebody like I, I doubt we'll get like Daddy DeVito's Penguin <laughs> although that'd be fucking amazing honestly that'd be fucking awesome that'd be really good <laughs> Val Kilmer as Bruce Wayne dude I'm not I wouldn't even be mad yeah, I, wouldn't, be I mad. wouldn't even be mad hey George Clooney's no stranger to television <laughs> but he is a stranger to CW. Yeah, he definitely is. <laughs> and so is their budget. Yeah. Hey, I mean, they already started filming. I didn't even realize that. Another sickle. Oh, yeah. We're at 250. Let's go. Let's go. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited about Crisis. Um, Literally just Don and the Superman. Yeah. Dude, I'm so excited, dude. Uh, oh, Candyman's not streaming. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I, I got really distracted for a second there. Uh, quick Tsunami news. I'm going to go really quick on this. On October 12th. Hopefully you'll get this episode by then. Demon Slayer and One Punch Man Season 2 will be coming up on the block. I have not seen Demon Slayer. I've heard it's really, really good. I have seen One Punch Man Season 2, all of it. I, I really wouldn't recommend it. But hey, if you're a fan, I'd say give it a, a couple more episodes. I think at this point, we probably might get an announcement that My Hero Season 4 might uh, show up. 
in the block in a couple of weeks. Like Dragon Ball Super's ending, Genlock, the the Rooster Teeth CG uh, action show ended a couple weeks ago. I think um, the Gundam show they have, Gundam the Origins about to end too. We're going to get a bunch of other big slot changes soon. I'm pretty sure My Hero might be one of the big ones. Mm-hmm. If not that, then JoJo Part 5. We should get on, by the way. Everyone's gotten in the JoJo train. You know, everyone, everyone's in JoJo. Everyone right? in our friend group is on the JoJo train. No, everyone in general is on JoJo. Oh, yeah, I know. No, the, the JoJo fan base have fucking grown. Because it's a beautiful fan base. Yeah, but... The, jo- I, the Joe Bros. Be a Joe Bro, They're bro. terrible. They're what are you awful. talking about? Every single... Not every single one, but, like, the JoJo fan base is just full of fucking, like, just people who don't... Do not stop talking about JoJo. JoJo is literally the personality trait. Okay, okay, but that's not like, but you were. I'm talking about like actual human beings, like you know, like yeah, they're all fucking shit. So what? It so so what? <laughs> no, I'm just so saying. Star like, Wars fans, so are Twin Peaks fans, they're all fucking shit. All of them. Yeah, but we have a good time when we're all together, you know. No, Bre- we don't. Yeah, Brendan Ramses and I, we all and so we all make up stand names for ourselves. Like you, you're Deep Purple. Oh no, you're not. That's I'm, already taken. Well, what is my stand name? Uh, let's see. You would be... Did you guys make one for me? I'm thinking of one right now. Yours would either be one or for whom the bell tolls. Because Metallica's already taken. <laughs> Brendan is Lateralis. Okay. Uh, I can do for whom the bell tolls. I like that. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what... I'm trying to remember what Ramses was. Spice Girls. <laughs> no, Spike, Spice Girls is an actual stand that's taken. Nice. Yeah. Mine is Footloose. Okay. My, yeah, my name is Jules Joe Star, <laughs> and my name and my stand uh, my stand name is Footloose. It has the ability to make your feet into rubber when it comes into contact with my stand, and my stand is like a wobbly little dude who just like likes to dance. See what a I lot. mean about JoJo people? They just won't stop talking Shut the about JoJo. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! It's cool. It's cool. Yeah, JoJo is sick, bro. All right. For whom the but bell I'm, tolls. But I, 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 I can't see my myself getting into it. My footloose is way more powerful. <laughs> I can't see myself getting into it, not because I don't want to, but because I just, it's JoJo, it's just so much. Yeah, I get that. Like, it's just genuinely a lot. I would just say, start when you can, you know? Like, just, you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> if I, if I, if, if you, I could, you don't I have to, You don't have to catch up as fast as you can. You don't have to be like Nick, who read every fucking thing in like the span of like two months. Yeah. You know, became, which is impressive, but still, it's a lot. Yeah, but yeah, but he, but Nick doesn't watch anything. He literally doesn't want like he doesn't really like watch like TV shows and movies like we do. You got oh, me? Oh, really? So I like 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 JoJo is like his binge thing. You mm-hmm. get me? Yeah. I would say give it like little bits at a time. I would say like what part one's like six episodes. Mm-hmm. You can spend a night and a weekend, one day just watching all part one, and then if you want to watch part two, I write them after. To watch. No, I know. If you got time, if Look you got the watch time, this, man. give it a shot. Look at my you watch know? list. It's fucking. I love that I started these headlines with you know stuff that I should have been talking about, but then we always have to segue to something else, which I love. Like it's fucking yo know, yeah. Here's all these tsunami shows, but hey, let me talk about JoJo for a little minute. I fucking hate. Um. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> never mind. Never all right. Mind. You know you won't hate probably. Because it might be really, really good. The Last of Us Part Two, or it might which be finally fucking, has a, or it might be fucking shit. Yeah, but I, I, I hope it's really good. You know, it probably it finally has probably a release date, really February twenty first, twenty twenty. You see that new trailer? I feel yeah. I, I feel like not enough people. I mean, no, not 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 enough. But I feel like people. Um, I feel like people don't like. They're not as hyped for this. You know, I feel th- there's not that much discourse going around about this this game. You get me? I don't think so. I, f- I, I, I don't see the hype. Really? 
Uh, you'll definitely not, see not, within, well, no, not, you'll, not the game because like, I'm hyped for the game but yeah. like on Twitter is what I mean like on Twitter on social media like I don't see the same I don't see the same hype for this as like maybe the first Last of Us or like God of War really? I yeah mean, I don't I, I definitely see when hype. the first Last of Us came out that was fucking instant explosion everyone talked about it, it was on every single thing yeah. now it's different obviously because you know it's a sequel maybe it's like you know it, like there's much more there's there's many more things out there yeah but remember this game hasn't like we still have a long ways to go you know and i'm just saying like i'm it, just saying yeah, and i'm just the saying the hype will definitely build up but there's no into there's that, not there's no hype now is what i'm telling you oh no i feel like there's hype i feel sure. I, I feel like i don't see any hype now and i feel like there should be you there was definitely a lot of hype when you figured out that we can finally see Joel after like the three years that this game has been in development. See, or here's when the it thing. Got unveiled. See, here's the thing. I Even don't know. People thought Joel was dead for some reason. No, see, here's the thing. I don't. I. I, I just don't see that many people like freaking out about the Last of Us Part Two as, as as you know as much as like I don't know Death Stranding for example. Uh, like the Death Stranding, there's like there's more, way more hype and like as at least from my perspective, from what I've seen, there's way more hype and discourse over Death Stranding than there is for like this game yeah but Which, remember there's, you there's more talking, facts to it yeah I, no you, there is there's is more you're facts talking to about it. a game that's been being promoted for the last couple of months and literally shows up in stores in like a couple of weeks and yeah you talking this happens about a game all the time that, this you're happen- talking about a game that's been in close secrecy and this is with the everybody sequel to, this is the sequel to one of the best selling games of all time and yeah one of the, but one saying, of the most critically acclaimed games once of the all marketing time. train starts rolling for this hype is gonna go through but the, the marketing roof. but the marketing train has been rolling no it hasn't yeah it has it happened for like a little bit when they showed up the uh, the yeah and the nobody freaked date. out oh and no, no i'm sure people freaked out well, yeah about? obviously but like it wasn't as big as as other as like other big uh, big entities as big as that i'm telling you game and, I'm te- and i'm telling you there's no disc and like the discourse just isn't as big as before it's not like discrediting the game or anything it's just i haven't seen as many people freak out about this as as you know people like now with death stranding or before with god of war or before with those bigger kind of games i'm just saying it's not discrediting the game i know I'm just saying, I'm. It's definitely gonna roll up more once we get closer to that release date. Definitely, Maybe. they're gonna. There's gonna be another trailer for Game Awards. I'm pretty sure because why not? And it's gonna drive up much more attention. We're probably gonna figure out who that girl, that's uh, who that woman played by Laura Bailey is, who I think is probably Ellie's mom. We're gonna find out more about how Joel is actually part of this game. You think Ellie's mom? Yeah. That's what the the like the camera points to her stomach at some point, and it looks like she's pregnant. So it could be a flashback sequence that just end, like that's her mom, it and I'm like wondering how that game. actually f- uh, factors into the rest. Could be of like it. the intro of the game or something. Probably it could be. I'm really really excited. I really like the fact that it's just Ellie full time, and you get much more uh, freedom with her character. She's able to jump now, which makes sense because when you're controlling Joel, Joel's an old man. You couldn't really jump as much. I'm I'm really. The thing that the, the, the one thing that kind of worries me a little <laughs> bit. No, the one thing that kind of worries me a little bit is the whole. There's this whole fridging theory that's going on that they think that the Dina, the girl that uh, Ellie has a relationship or seems to be having a relationship with, is probably going to get killed and it's going to end up being a relationship story. And I think that that if that actually ends up being the case, I think that would kind of suck because that would be a common. That would just be another common ass staple of like creating a revenge narrative. And I hope that's not the case. I hope it's something different. I have no idea what they could do, though. You know? And I'm wondering how the fuck does Joel factor into this? Because it looks like they haven't seen each other in a long time. At least that's what I got at the end of that trailer. He also looks very old. 
This takes place what, like ten years later? Or something? No idea. Or like I, I, no I, less. I don't think we actually have an actual time frame for her uh, when this one starts. I mean, I knew I knew Joe wasn't gonna be Joe wasn't gonna be there. They're not gonna fucking kill Joe off screen, you know. Well, I mean, he's in the first trailer. When they announced yeah, yeah, the trailer yeah. He's, for in, Last he's of in the Us first too. trailer. So it's not like he was, you know. It was just weird that we weren't seeing more of him, you know. I think, but I guess it makes sense now since it's supposedly this is just an Ellie game, you know, that also has Joe in it. Mm-hmm. But it's mostly this is just Ellie. This is mainly Ellie's game. What oh, are you looking at, Joel? Right now? No, it's just it's nine twenty nine. It's 929? Yeah. I was just looking at the time. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, like, my phone, like, messed up there. Yeah, I thought you were making a Twin Peaks reference for a second. I, I was I was scared. <laughs> Another Twin Peaks uh, announcement? No. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Let's mention this really quick before, we, before we, like, we start, you know, uh, doing our outro. Uh, Clerks 3 is also happening. I was going to put that in the docket, but, you know. It's we worth kept, mentioning. Yeah. It's worth mentioning. Clerks 3 is finally happening again. And Brad Anderson, I think. No, or uh, Jeff Anderson is back on board. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I'm very happy. With Kevin Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Look, okay, say what you will about Clerks 2. I like Clerks 2. I think it's a good movie. Nah, I don't know. I, I think, I think it's, it's like I think it's really bad comedy. It's not necessary, but it's not bad either. I don't know. I just I just felt like a lot like the just the soul was sucked out. Literally with the black and white. Really? When the black and white was taken, I felt like the soul was just taken too. I Cause that's the thing in the movie, remember? Like I know. it transitions from black and white to full color yeah, and then the back very, to, yeah. yeah. The thing is, I just feel like it's kind of a movie that's... It's a movie that is definitely spinning its wheels and kind of doesn't know what it's doing, but I think that's kind of the point. Yeah. You know? Because it's just lollygagging. They're just fucking yeah, and I, eating shit out of fucking restaurants. And I kind of get it, and I, I kind of like it. You know? It's I, it's not a bad movie at all for me. I'm wondering how they'll do this with Clerks 3. I hope it stays black and white, though. I would yeah. like, no, I would yeah, like yeah. for it to just be black and white. I think that'll be a thing. I, yeah. I think that'll, that'll, be, that'll be a thing. Yeah. You should read up on like a lot of like making of clerks. It's oh really yeah, no, I've seen I've seen some of those things. It's so much fun. Like how like how he he sold his entire comic book collection and, and then bought, he it, bought back. it all back when yeah. the movie was a success. He bought it all back and like just all the shit. Like, do you remember the? Do you remember like how? Uh, do you remember how the uh, the fucking um, the shutters couldn't come up? Yeah, in the movie that was a real thing. Yeah, because they literally like they they were fil- like I think they were filming like late or they were film they were filming and and they, there was a specific reason why they couldn't have the shutters up, so they just wrote it into the movie. They just put gum into the the lock. I'm so kind of excited for Jane Silent Bob reboot. I'm fuck no. Kind of excited. Fuck no. Kind of excited. I really hope they they should. I really hope like that he doesn't make another like midnight movie. I feel like that's what I feel like that's just what Kevin Smith wants to do. Is just make midnight movies. I don't know, man. I'm huh. Tusk, Yogenhausen. I like Yogan Tusk. Houses. I'm telling you, I I I defend Tusk. First act I is good. I do like it. First act is good. It's a weird movie, but I'm willing to sit through it and have a good time with it. Well, I mean, have as much as a good time as I can with it. Yoga houses? No, well, I, I haven't seen Yoga houses. I haven't seen Yoga oh, houses. Oh, I heard that's bad. You like Red State though? I fucking love Red State. Yeah, I like Zack and Mary make a porno. I haven't seen that. That's a fun movie. Have you ever seen Dogma? No, I've, I've I've seen parts of Dogma. I've I wanted to finish it. Chasing, That's a fun one. Chasing Amy is like great, and Clerks is like. Back then, is I would that say the Chasing Amy. Is one he Amy. did after Clerks, or was it Mallrats? I think it, I think no 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 no. I think after I think after uh, after Clerks, it was Chasing Amy. Yeah, it's a Criterion, right? What Chasing Amy? Good. Yeah. <laughs> Chasing Amy it, to me is such an underrated movie. They should do a reshoot because I, I actually do want to see that. That's such a, that that's such a like that's such a, like like a great concept too. A straight man falling falling uh, falling in love with a lesbian. I love that idea. How does that end up? 
Huh? How does that end up? Watch the movie. Mm. <laughs> Watch the movie. It's great, dude. Also, like one of one of Ben Affleck's best roles. Yeah. God, I'm excited. I really want to watch Chasing Amy now. Fuck. I'm very excited Here. for this. I, I just realized I never rated it on Letterboxd. I'm going to do that right now. Uh, Boom. I think that's just about rated. it for news. We should say this in the intro, obviously, but... Well, we will be. We will. What? The um the two weeks. I mean, like the new... Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I mean, yeah. I was, I, we can, I'll mention it in the intro, and then I'll mention it here right now because we're about to go to the new different segments in our new show direction so yeah basically we're gonna be a bi-weekly show from now on every two uh, weeks american nerds is a bit of an expensive thing for us and you know it, it takes a lot of time for not us expensive like, it's 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 time consuming it's time consuming. that's the, big, that's the biggest thing and like and like we don't we american nerds isn't the thing we rely on for like you know income yeah so like it's it, it's hard to it's hard to like you know like you know keep up with it at a consistent basis but we but like we're not just gonna stop, you know. Yeah. We we're, we're, we're you know we're just we just gotta adapt. Um. Yeah. Exactly. We yeah. just gotta adapt. That's C- it. Couldn't put it better there. I. Kevin Smith wrote Jer- directed Jersey Girl. Yeah, he did. Ew. <laughs> I, I, Ew. I, I I do remember that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We're gonna be bi-weekly from now on. So yeah, every two weeks you're gonna get a new episode. We're going to be more confident and more um straightforward with how we're gonna release the episodes. I'm looking at a Monday release, or if not, we'll, Monday or Friday will be our target for releasing episodes. And that's that's we'll TBA. Defi- that's yeah. TBA. Yeah, whichever day hits first, whichever day we get it on first, you'll get it on there every other week. Um, I think that's kind of it. Yeah, that's it for that quick announcement. But yeah, you know, it, we it, we just wanted to let you guys know because obviously. It's not really good for us and not really professional for us to keep a show, <laughs> to keep you guys on a show that, you know, doesn't tell you when it comes back. <laughs> Every two weeks, whether it, we get back here, when the, whether this episode hits you on a Monday or on a Friday, that's going to be where we're, it will hit you on one of those days. And that's where we're, we're going to be for um, every every other week. With tender love. Yeah. And now on to our new segments, because having a weekly show doesn't really make sense when, <laughs> uh, no, I'm sorry, having a thing called weekly comic picks doesn't really make sense when you're every other week is the new segment best of the pile which is the last I, couple of what? i don't know where he came up with these titles man i don't know it's I, just recommend- I, I it's recommendations it, yeah it's basically <laughs> comic recommendations from the stuff i've been reading best for the last the couple of weeks so house and powers of x i feel like that was a pretty obvious one from people who have listened it's the new x-men event that's been going on uh, the two miniseries that have been coinciding with each other every week it's so much fun you don't really have to know anything about the x-men to understand what's going on it's a fun weird time travel story that involves almost everything that has happened to the x-men and everything that's going to happen to the x-men and i really really like it i think it has one of the best single issues of the year with the curious case of mora x i think it's one of the best like uh, constructed and well drawn and well plotted issues i have seen in quite some time especially from an x-men book in marvel um i highly recommend those two series they're very very good jj abrams spider-man there's only one issue out right now but i you really mean really like 4? it no it's not spider-man 4 i wish it was spider-man 4 i don't have you had it spoiled for you no what the series actually is about no okay good because the series isn't what you think it is 
And it's very interesting. I really like the art direction uh, that Sarah Pacelli has in this. Um, it's J.J. Abrams and his son Henry Abrams that are writing the story together. I, I'm. It's it's a really fun. It's a really fun and interesting new take on Spider-Man and what they're gonna do from going forward. I have no idea. I wonder if this is an actual in canon thing or if this is something that's kind of like an Elseworlds thing where like Spider Girl is. Uh, Legion of Superheroes Millennium. That's the two issue miniseries that uh, it's been going on for the last month or so, leading up to the new Legion of Superhero ongoing series with Bendis and a bunch of other great artists. It has a really fun sad messed up um story about immortality and time travel that's basically the crux of these whole uh of these two issues and it has some really really good art it has some really really good story direction i'm really excited where bendis is going to take uh, legion from here and my last one is absolute carnage written by johnny cates art by ryan Stegman. dude Cornage. It feels '90s as hell, but in the best way possible. Joe Cornage. The, dude, <laughs> Joe Cornage. <laughs> the the art feels like McFarlane cared and made some really really cool symbiote and Spider Man and Venom designs. How big are their feet? Um, I I can't remember, but they look pretty up to scale and they look pretty terrifying. It's a fun action horror book that happens to be this whole. Um, this whole thrilling chase with Eddie Brock and his son as they're trying to get away from uh, a zombified uh, Cletus Cassidy that's merged with the symbiote of a god symbiote that's stealing all the spinal cords of all the other people who have been connected to a symbiote in order to destroy the world. And it's so, so Venom, much fun so and Venom's, so much cool. Venom's PG-13 now? Venom 2 is going to be PG-13 or rated R? Or? I hope it's R. <laughs> But really, this is actually a really, really fun. Uh, you really can't do casino. You, you really can't do uh, Carnage any other way, dude. Yeah, I know. To be man. honest, dude, this Carnage is fucking creepy too, because it's the torso of Cletus Cassidy, and they merged him with a devil symbiote that like reanimates his body as a zombie, and is able to create other symbiotes with like, but just by touching them, it's super cool. I really, really like this series going on right now. I think it's like three issues in. And, uh, yeah, that's what I've been reading so far. That's my best of the pile. <laughs> What's your best of the blue? No. <laughs> All right, I'm putting, a, I'm, I'm putting a period right there, and that's where it stops. Child's Play. Oh. Child's Play 2019, the new, uh, the, re, the, the remake uh, starring fucking Mark Hamill as Chucky. That's still great casting. I heard uh, it's really good. Yeah, I, I heard it's really good. Wanna I want to see it. Um, I, I, I want to see it. I probably will eventually. Um, but yeah, uh, we also got the entire Star Wars saga is getting a re-release, uh, with some gorgeous covers, like nice thick black bars and the, they remind the me of the VHS covers. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Of. When the pre, when, when the prequels were coming out. No, yeah. not even just the prequels, like the original trilogy, how they have a huge black bar in the middle and it's like a small little picture in the, uh, like in the si- like the size of an iPhone. I was thinking about, I was thinking about the DVD covers. Remember, you know, the golden DVD covers with yeah, like, yeah. With, with like you know everything that's what it, that's what it reminds me of but yeah the, the you know there's always something new for for a star wars fans to pick on so you know get that if you if you want the entire trilogy on blu-ray uh the shining got re, got re-released uh for 4k and it probably it any any kubrick movie on 4k it probably looks fucking mind-blowing it's a good movie and and like they've been playing it on the amc did you know that yeah yeah like a sneak peek to the doctor sleep mm-hmm. um they're also playing uh in, in sunset, yeah, no, no, no. In uh, Corgi Bazaar Cinema, 
they're always playing uh, like The Shining or you know just d- different Kubrick films in in, in uh, on film. Oh yeah, they're doing it's uh, it's part of their after hours thing. Where they I think have they're a gonna special movie at late at night. They might do that for Doctor Sleep as well. I have no idea. Like they might do like a Shining thing for Doctor Sleep. They probably might. But Corgi Bazaar no Cinema always does shit like that. They're always really fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're showing Joker in seventy millimeter. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Did you have the ticket for that? No. Right? No. No. I'm gonna watch it uh, right. regular. Um, Spider Man Far From Home. Uh, the last Tom Holland, the last Tom Holland entry. Oh, so almost the last. Almost the last Tom Holland entry. Um, yeah, that's a th- that's there. You know, uh, you can look back a few. You can look back a few. Uh, you can look back a few episodes to see our opinion on Far From Home. It was uh, literally. Oh yeah. Oh my bad. I was. Uh, I thought you meant the divorce. Oh that's yeah. Why. Well, that's literally the yeah. last episode. That was literally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's fucking funny. <laughs> um, oh. Sorry, I like I I keep like messing with like the headphones, so like there's just mega static in my ear while I'm trying to explain the. It just it, it just gives me tinnitus. It's so okay. yeah, far from home, <laughs> uh, Blu-ray and 4K came out. Check it out. The cover's nice, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Is it just the face? It's the face, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's the face. Half of it's the spider monkey, and the other is... Uh, oh, it's the night monkey? Yeah, night monkey. Okay. And then the other one, half is... <laughs> that like, is a good joke. I do like that. Uh, Midsommar, directed by Ari Aster, which The director's I s- cut, yes? Uh, no, no the, the movie. Oh, I thought they had the director's cut in it. No, 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 no. Aww, this, this is the movie. This is the Midsummer uh, Blu-ray. Uh, I, I don't think it has the director's cut. Um, I remember they were going to... S- release it and they did release it in theaters yeah uh well yeah midsommar if you uh if you haven't seen midsommar it's the direct it's the the film by the the sophomore film by ari Oster, uh who directed hereditary uh which i think is good and hereditary you think is hereditary is perfect oh no i'm saying i'm sorry <laughs> midsommar yeah it's midsommar. Still, i saw it again and like i'm surprised that all like my criticism stayed <laughs> most I'm, of my criticism stood like eh. pretty like tough i still like it i still hate the characters uh, i still hate like there's still parts of it i hate and things i fucking love but it's it, i i i don't want to say i hate it but you know sounds a little more positive than the last time i mean yeah because <laughs> last time i was like half asleep for like half the movie exactly now yeah. i could be like you know what yeah this movie does kind of suck but not that much yeah I, I really liked it it was a fun time. It's a disappointing time. It's I don't know. It's a disappointing thing for me. I, I wish I could have loved. I really do wish I could have loved it, dude. You'll like, never look at the sound of wailing again. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, and Toy Story Four, that got released. That's good. I haven't seen it yet. I'm I'm planning to. That's good. Yeah. It's good. Okay, let let me ask you this. It, was it necessary? Huh? Was it necessary to have? Looking w- back at it, I mean, it wasn't, but it it wasn't like. But this was necessary for Woody. Mm. You have to watch the movie to get what I mean. I'm very excited by that. It's it's not necessary for like like the overarching like story of Toy Story for like just the whole ensemble. I see Toy Story. It shouldn't have been called Toy Story Four. It should have been called Woody's like, you know, like Woody's Adventure. Woody's Wo- story. Yeah, or Woody's story. Yeah, like that. That actually pretty, probably would have fat. Oh, fat. It, it probably would have fit the movie better. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. That's a that's a mega like, like that's a mega Woody movie. Um, but yeah, so that, that's it for like all the major all the major Blu-rays that, that's come out in uh, the last few weeks. Um, there is a, a lot in you know in between a lot of foreign films, but uh, we're only we we mentioned we mentioned the big ones that you, that you guys want might be interested in and like all the all the little cinephile stuff like like that Shining 4K that is yeah. pretty cool. You peep know? that new shit. Peep that new shit. <laughs> that's it for me. Okay, thank you, buddy. 
You can find me at Summer Cruz on Twitter. You can find our sister show, Neon Genesis Evan- Evaluation. <laughs> I always mess up the name. I don't know why. Um, we're coming back soon. I got to figure out another day to uh, turn out a couple more episodes for uh, with Raf. So how many more way. episodes do you need? Uh, we are at, I believe we're at the halfway point now. Okay, so yeah. how many more? How many episodes is that like on the show? Five, well, like five? Yeah. We're, we need five more. Because we're having End of wait, Evangelion wait, no. be its own episode. You need you need five. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. we're we're ten episodes. Okay, yeah. Uh, don't worry about that. We'll get there. I'm so sorry about that again. Life, life's a lot. We'll, we'll figure it out when we get there. But that should be coming back pretty soon, and uh, there'll be more episodes for you to consume once that comes out. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of anime I gotta watch. Mm. Yeah, and rewatching End of Ava is gonna be a that's gonna be a trip. It's gonna be a good evening. One time, one day off. Not really. It's Neon a Genesis. sad, depressing. Movie. One day off is Neon Genesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. New York can find you. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna find you. <laughs> no, my bad. At Vic Winokavo on tw- on on the Twatter, and you can find the show on Instagram <laughs> at American Nerds Twatter <laughs> on the Twatter <laughs> on the Twatter. You can find the show on Instagram American at American Nerds. We're gonna be we're gonna be, we've been posting more consistently uh, as of late, and just keep just keep just stay on there for updates on the show. We promise that if any updates like happen where we can't record or anything, we will let you guys know on the show. That's yeah. that, that's a hundred percent promise. But yeah, we got another thick boy of an episode. But we're back, and we have a clear vision. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, kind of. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure kinda. it out. Whatever. We'll see you in a month. Bye, y'all. Not even in a month. (laughs) See you in two weeks, y'all. See you in two weeks. Bye.